Shut up and sit down. Six hundred thousand. This is the number of people who die every year in the United States from what are wholly preventable sedentary-related illnesses. Twelve. This is the number of pounds that the average person loses after one year of commuting by bike. Now, when I think about exercise, I think about people getting in the SUV or the pickup truck, driving down to the health club, driving around the parking lot so that they can find a spot close to the entrance, and then going up the escalator so that they can ride on the stationary bike. Now, I'm guessing because you're laughing that there's some truth that you see to this, and it saddens me, frankly. Fifty. This is the percentage of trips that we take in our cars that are under two miles. Easy to bike, easy to walk. I proudly bring you the Fearless Dialed Podcast People Eaters, Matt Lee Grand, Evan Price, Lance Hepler, and Jake Von Turing. Now, go shake what your mama gave you while you enjoy the show. Hi, and welcome back to the Dial Podcast. I am Jake Fondering, and today I'm here with Matt Legrand. What is up, ladies and gentlemen of the interwebs? <laughs> and the ever-famous Lance Hepler. Lance Romance in studio. In studio. In studio. <laughs> and we have a very, very special guest today, and I'm a little bit nervous. We might get put in check just a tiny bit. Yep. I would like to welcome Brandy Hepler to the table with us. Hi, thanks welcome. for having me. <laughs> Thank I, you for joining us. I'm today. not sure how I feel about all this. I'm yeah. my blood pressure is up just a little bit. Yeah. As it should be. As it should be. <laughs> is Brandy going to hammer me? <laughs> Practically giving in the stink eye from here. Just like, mm-hmm. Well, we're also need we're needing to learn a little bit more about Dr. this. Lance Hepler. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Romance. Romance. Oh. International man of mystery, man about town. <laughs> Lance Romance. Lance No Pants. Lance Romance. Oh, Lance. Lance Romance. Lance Romance. Brandy, is this your ringtone? You know, when I heard it, I did want it as my ringtone. I'm not going to say which one of those Lances I see more of, but the Lance No Pants. Lance Romance. I was going to say. seems like that one dominates over there. Oh. Yes. What is the story with Lance Romance? I mean... You've got to be the inspiration behind that. I mean, I was going to say, I can't lie. I got sucked in to Lance Romance. Um, You know, he's his own um, worst enemy. I don't know. He's he's his own entity. I'd like to say I'm the smarter side of him. How do the How do the kids feel about this Lance Romance? Oh, they're devastated. Devastated. Yeah. It's very embarrassing. Which is his goal anyway. It's always to embarrass our children in the best possible way, and he has managed to do it for quite some time. It's great. Mission accomplished. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. What I'm striving for. I never embarrass them. Never. (laughs) Never. Well, welcome to the show. Thank, Thank you for you. joining us today. Thanks. If that wasn't clear, Brandy is nope. my wife. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the other half. This is of the Lance other half. The better half. The better half. So yeah. we're missing Evan Price today. I'm he uh, he had to work, so Brandy is filling in. I don't know if I'm filling that spot, but I'm <laughs> sitting in that spot. So that's nice to have. Oh. All right, let us get started with our weekly backpedal. Matt, would you like to get us started this week? Sure, yeah. Um, I don't have a ton of stuff, I guess. Um, uh, 
so this podcast comes out on Wednesday, the um, previous Sunday. Uh, my wife and I celebrated 12 years of marriage. Wow. And Congratulations. Yeah. Okay, so since I have both of you guys here, what, what's the, how far have you guys been what's going on? Double that. Double it. 20, 24 years. Oh, Thank you, Brandy. Not you should 25 see the, You should see the looks year. on the face that they're giving me. Though. Yeah. They're like, really? Okay. Really? Did you really <laughs> stick around you for that You put up one? with them yeah. for a long time. I know. Yeah. I feel like that's the award right there. So, yeah. Mm. So 12 years. And um, cool. as far as backpedaling uh, workout stuff goes, I've been swimming. I've been swimming a good bit, which has been nice. Um, just trying to get in the water and get get somewhere, you know, trying to start making progressing, progressing towards uh, building up meters because, you know, basically as it starts to get colder and things like that, um, I'll typically do like a swim block that's actually pretty intense. So yeah, uh, it's not quite there yet, but basically I'd say towards the latter part of the fall, like October, November, I'll start doing you know, at least one swim that's like 5K per week or something like that. So I'm just kind of doing some like more frequent 2,000, 3,000 meter stuff in the water. Pool stuff or open water? Pool stuff. I did swim open water um, once uh, this week, uh, but the water quality's gotten a little sketchy. Yeah, um, I was ask about that. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, so I'm kind of discouraging people from swimming open water. Uh, just because I don't want them to be like, well, Matt said it was okay. And then they go out <laughs> right. there and they end up in the hospital or something like that. And the, um, the water I swam in was up on Mount Hood, which was super nice uh, recently. And then the other thing I did was I went to Fallen Leaf Lake, which is the lake that's really close here. And I took the buoys out of the lake to discourage people from swimming. So, did you really? Yep, 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 yep. Wow. Pulled them out early. It's the, just don't think it's a good time. Do you so. think you'll get back in once the weather kind of starts to cool down and change, or do you think it's no, pretty much done for the year? I will probably wait all the way until late April or okay. early May. So yeah. 2019. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's yeah. a wrap, folks. Sorry, dude. <laughs> yeah. So now I just need to like settle in and crank some bike mileage, get the running back rolling, stuff like that. I've done some easy runs. So I don't, I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast before, but um, my calves have been bugging me, and so I've kind of been avoiding running and stuff, and so I'm just. Um, I'm slowly starting that train back up. And it's kind of nice because uh, this is also the first week of cross-country practice. Um, or I guess this is, so the podcast comes out on Wednesday. Last week was the first week of cross-country practice. And so it's nice so I can do some easy running with the kids, do all their drills with them and all their weights and stuff like that with them. So it's kind of like I'm Matt, sore. You're the, I'm sore from the. You're the head coach for I, Camus I am, cross-country I high am school. an assistant coach, assistant coach. at Camus uh, high school. So, uh, we have, I coach guys and girls. We have about a hundred athletes and uh, a little over a hundred this year. And then, um, there's two other ladies that I coach with. So it's a pretty cool group. Yeah. It's super cool. Uh, and then one of the ladies that I coach with Karen Gritsky, you probably know she does cyclocross in the area. She's like a super cyclist, uh, her and her husband. Team tireless fellow. Yeah. Tireless fellow. Got a great little team. Super cool. Super cool group. Yeah. And I love coaching with them. So it's, it's like a family. Nice. It's good. Nice. Tell us about that new video that just came out, Matt. Okay. Oh. Um, Friday, uh, I posted a Free Speed Friday video on the YouTube, and uh, it's all about sleeves or no sleeves. Oh, I like that one. Yeah. Uh, yep. So it uh, turns out um, that sleeves, at least in a wind tunnel, so this is this is like the debate, right, where it's like you come in hot, right, where you're like, this is going to save you so much time. You just put sleeves on, and then you start backpedaling a little bit. You're like, okay, well... Turns out that these numbers aren't exactly really legit. But uh, so in a wind tunnel and things like that, they can test up to, you know, 10 to 15 watts of free speed. 
you know, just putting sleeves on. By having sleeves. Yeah, because there's, um, so it comes to a couple, the reasoning is, is, is as the wind hits your arms, um, first of all, Lance got hairy arms. I got I was going to say, are we going to go back to the shave or we, no we, shave oh, thing, we, too? We, oh, we'll, we'll that, come there. Yeah. Yeah. We're not allowed to have a podcast without talking about shaving. <laughs> uh, but um, so cylinder objects uh, don't do extremely well in the wind tunnel. So this is like why, why all the tubes on bikes, you know, have that kind of like teardrop shape. And so um, they can do different things like change the pattern on the fabric and you know and this is what i say in the videos it, it actually kind of grips the wind a little bit so uh which seems counterintuitive but what it does is it helps like the um the exit of the airflow come together and that ends up being a significantly faster, faster. and then like the classic yeah. example that everyone uses is a uh, dimpled golf ball goes further than like a, a smooth golf ball yeah, right. and it's the same reason as helps is those dimples. It. yep exactly so um so they can do things with the, the fabric itself to make things faster so it's not just the arms it's also especially the shoulders and if you think about tri suits they're very narrow in the shoulders yeah um but so when I say like 10 to 15 watts, like, you know, not being realistic, the, the fact of the matter is, is like, if you swim in this thing, then you're not coming out with like no wrinkles, you know, or, or if you're coming out and you have to slide the sleeves on, that's not great either. There's time lost yes, there. Time so, right. so, so that it ends up in like real world being about half the benefits that are, ah. that, that they can claim for marketing purposes. So take marketing and, you know, divide it by two. Right. Mm-hmm. So, right. uh, it still ends up being like, you know, especially the longer you go, it ends up being, you know, significantly better basically because your transition times don't matter as much and you know, the swim kind of matters less and, and the bike becomes super important. So right. faster with sleeves. <clears throat> sleeves are faster. Yeah. Yeah. So in there, they're pricey. So yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Try suits. I don't know. So anyway, did a video about that. It is on the internet. Cool. One more time, Matt, what is the channel name? Uh, well, you can go to youtube.com slash M Legrand, or you can search for my name. And if you see some like boy band guy named Matt Legrand that does music videos, I've should, seen him. You should check yeah. it out. <laughs> it's, it's also good. Yeah, uh, not, good no. It's not exactly my channel, but it you know <laughs> it's worth uh, it's worth giving that guy a thumbs up for sure. Yeah. And the ground is spelled M. Oh, or uh, M then L E G R A N D. L E G R A N D. Yes. Yes. Awesome. Good stuff. That's cool. <laughs> Glorious. You Glorious. said it. You Glorious. said it. <laughs> yes. Yes. All right. Moving to Matt's left, Brandy. Backpedal for us. Okay, so um, I was trying to think myself what I had done this last week, and I'll say, as you get up there in age, it goes faster. I'm like, I can't remember what I did. You're just a puppy, though. Oh yeah. (laughs) So um, I did not cycle. No, that's not true. I did. You did because I I got a picture. I I got. I just wanted to see how you guys are doing. Selfie that Lance (laughs) shot me while he was riding. I'm like, please don't crash. I did. I went on. I I went on a bike ride with Lance again. Oh yes. And I did not throw up. Yay! Yay. Yay. Pretty exciting. (laughs) However, I did make him stop for a popsicle. Oh, cool. Is that bad? Yeah. Stop for ice cream <laughs> midway through the ride. Yeah. Ice cream social. It That's was right. worth it. I was totally. like, I got to stop for something like a popsicle. Lance, have ride. you ever taken her to the ice cream ride? Um, I've been she's, been, she's been before. She's been once or twice. Okay. Yeah, did you ride or did you just hang out afterward? I don't know if that's 
I think I mean, she I, just I, wrote it. I, I wrote, wrote it. it. I don't yeah. think I would just go hang out. I okay. feel like well, I, haven't earned, I haven't earned my ice cream. Oh, that's true. I feel that's like true. you gotta, you know, I can't just show up. <laughs> All it's right. Like, so Lance uh, has about 117 bikes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> he does. I have one. <laughs> you have one? I Only do one? have okay. one. It's really nice. What I bike? Really what kind of bike do you have? It's a Cannondale. Okay. Is it Cannondale? Yep. Yeah, it's Cannondale. Cannondale Cat 10. It's oh, cool. Beautiful. I like Cannondale bikes. Yeah. And yeah. it actually had gotten stolen oh, and no. replaced. And I tried to I tried to buy another bike and cried many times because I couldn't find a bike that I really like. Because right. this one is just very, I'm not a flashy person. I know it seems like I might be with Lance You're Romance. married to all flash. He's Lance all Romance. flash. <laughs> I'm not. And it's really nice. It's kind of this matte yeah. charcoal color. And Ooh. I love it. And the, the police actually found it. Really? Awesome. Yeah, and, and replaced it and just gave it back to me. I was like, yes, and I'm not getting a new one. It Lance had already bought two <laughs> new bikes by then to replace <laughs> yeah. them. So, so I, like, is it like matte black bike? Yeah, it's See, really that's nice. like my that's like my dream, yeah. you know, color scheme. I'm I'm simple. It's charcoal. I wouldn't Still, go black, but it's awesome. matte and I love it and it's like not that. flashy. Anyway, and it fits me and I like that that's and important. it's anyway. So, um yeah, so the it was a great ride and I enjoyed it kind of. I you know, there's a whole other story of that. <laughs> Look, it, we we rode out to Vancouver Lake uh, and back and yeah. um, okay. I, I every time Brandy says I know you don't want to, you're just going to want to drop I don't talk me. like that, first of yeah. all. Well, I mean, I feel like that's, I, that's what I hear. There's no way. <laughs> Probably just want What? Did you say something? Exactly. Um, so <laughs> we rode out there, and every time we ride with her, Brandy's like, you're just going to drop me. You're just, I'm just going to irritate you, so just go. I won't go with you. And then every time she goes, she sits on my wheel, no problem. Yeah. Until the last section Did when I'm just you? about dying. Did like, he lance you? Um, he, yeah, he could have, he just didn't because he's got to pay a price later. Yeah, that, that's the thing. So There's he much chooses. deeper consequences mm-hmm. for lancing my oh. wife. I tell him to go ahead. And he's like, no, no, it's fine. And I'm like, oh. So Brandy, how are the roads out there? Cause sometimes I feel oh, like wow. they're always, I feel like, so, um, for those of you guys that don't know exactly where we live, uh, we live just north of Portland, Oregon, uh, close to the Columbia River. And this particular lake that they're referring to is mm-hmm. actually, I think it's a great place to ride because it's, it's very flat and if you want to do some flat stuff, it's a great place to ride. But it's basically, I would say, due west of of here yep. from us. Yeah. Um, basically, kind of heading towards the coast. But there's, I mean, it basically dead ends out at this huge, big lake. And it's just flat roads. Theoretically, there shouldn't be that much traffic because there's nowhere to go. It's dead ends. Yeah. But, yeah, it's nice. but there's, for, you know, for some reason, it attracts young, crazy people that like to throw drinks at me. But <laughs> really? Yeah. One, I had terrible. this one ride where <laughs> I had one ride where I had... <gasps> Two different cars throw drinks at me on oh that my <laughs> the same ride. Yeah. I cannot believe that's ridiculous. I know it was it was ridiculous, that's but I, I do like riding out there because you know if I'm doing something nice. like flat or whatever. But the roads tend to get trashy. How was it? How was it when you were there? Was it okay? Um, you know, yeah, I thought they were not. I thought it was decent. It, it was, was good. nice. Yeah, and I think this Again. time of year too, things are better. Too bad. The roads are a little. And I've never been out there before. Oh, okay. Yeah, I really? Yeah, I've never, wow. I mean, we went out, I, I thought, I, I think I rode out there one time, but we didn't go all the way into the lake mm-hmm. with gotcha. somebody else. And and I was like, this is great. This Good. is beautiful. Yeah, so yeah. it's really nice out I there. I like so the fact great. that you can just get so many miles out there without any stoplights right. or stop signs. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Just yeah. flat, continuous training, great for training. And, I feel and like last summer too. we would go once a week and we just, it'd be like 50 miles. Yep. And yeah. just like super easy. Yeah. And all of a sudden you've got 50 miles and that's like, that's not bad for an evening ride. Yeah. And our old beaches rides out yeah. there. Those were fun too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Until Lance showed up. Then they were not. I was going to say, I don't know what ride you guys are doing, but mine was painful. So. <laughs> 
Because with those flat, great roads, Lance is like, okay, let's go. And he just gets tunnel vision, which is fine. I do, I, I stick on his wheel a little bit. He's being really kind. Because there's times when, you know, there's maybe a mile in between, maybe not that long, but it's, there's a good distance between us. And gotcha. he just kind of slows down, does some circles, waits for me. I'm like, I'm coming. I'm on my way. <laughs> I, I, so. I think those roads are really good for drafting too, because there's just, mm-hmm. there's no, there's almost, what is it? There's zero incline anywhere. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I don't even know. Like, yeah. maybe the speed bump somewhere or something. Right. I don't know. There's nothing for climbing as far as and I And that's it. He pulled me most of the time. So yeah, it was that's good. good. It was fun. How fast were you going, Lance? We were going like 21. I'm really? Wow. Good for Six. you, Brandy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you're on his wheel and he's going 21, that's still like, yeah, that's, but he's pulling that's impressive. Me. No problem. She Thanks. sat on my wheel and was fine. Yeah. You guys. It, it, Honestly, the tears that were coming down. <laughs> Luckily, there was nobody behind me. I couldn't see I that, so I just kept that. going. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was just puking out the backside. So oh, it's, like, it's all good. Oh. I got this. No, um, yeah, and then we also went to a Timbers Two game. Oh, we have cool. a we have a friend that's that plays with them. And, okay. And it was really fun. Except that it's we, weirder than friend. It's oh no! Don't even start with. Oh me. yeah, here we go. Happy. I'm serious. <laughs> Happy. <laughs> Oh no! Do we just get a new nickname? Happy, happy. I'm writing that down. Dang it! So, who invited you, Randy? Actually, truth is, you did. So, the Timbers is a soccer team that plays in the Portland area. Portland Timbers, yeah. And that they're super fun to watch. And they have a second tier, which is a T2 team. So it's, and I wouldn't even. I mean, a lot of the teams have it. It's USL, but they. I hope I'm not boring everybody with soccer. No, talk. Brandy's so way into soccer. I, awesome. I play soccer and I like soccer. So I yeah. did have soccer games on Monday night. I really enjoyed Monday that. Night? She played and this morning. morning. I did we play came. this morning. Yeah. How, how is soccer? Morning. How's the side to side motion on soccer? Like I would, I, I would, my body would snap in half. <laughs> well, I don't know what you mean. Side to side. <laughs> Lateral so, movement. Yeah. Just yeah. A, no, I know what it means. <laughs> oh, gotcha. No, I just okay. don't know if my knees I appreciate are, it, Jake. <laughs> Yeah. I just Sorry. don't know if my knees would be able to handle it. I don't it. have cartilage in my knees. Okay. Yeah, that knees helps. are shot. <laughs> so <laughs> that so I wear a lot of tape, and okay. like pretty much tape myself together, and um, I got guess what cortisone's for. Yeah. I should have so. bought stock in uh, KT tape mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, and cortisone. Oh, by a case of that. He keeps uh, those two things in business. But, yeah, so, it, but I love it. It's and fun. I started late in life playing, so. Okay. So are these Monday night games that you play? So I, okay, so I have Monday night games, which okay. is a league. It's a women's league. Okay. And then I also play open play um, Wednesday mornings and Friday mornings where we just go. There's no ref and it's a right. bunch of women and we, um, and different skill levels. So anyway, it, we have a lot of fun and really we end up being kind of a lot of um, support for each other too. Right. It's, it's probably like your team. Yeah. Right. Do you find that the cycling helps your soccer game? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that's what I have t- completely found because I have even my hips hurt after I play my hip flexors and stuff. And then mm-hmm. when we got on the bike, so Monday night I had four games. Yeah. Oh my and wow. it's, but it's indoor. <laughs> it's indoor, which is different than outdoor. How so, long are the games? Um, they're uh, two 20-minute halves. That's still and a big chunk of time. Yeah. <laughs> well, I should say... I play defense a lot. <laughs> no, she's, she's, my she's teammates good. are listening. They'll be like, "Oh, whatever." Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, so, but the next day is when Lance and I went on the ride, and it was great because it does. It really works out my Listen hips, up, yeah. and it strengthens them. Strengthens. I mean, I feel like it. It makes a a big difference. If I can't do yoga, I guess I'm going to be doing bicycle. Have you done yoga before? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I need to start doing some Not stuff. Not stellar. 
Yeah, I I worked hard at it for like one year. Mm -hmm. I need to get back on the train because my flexibility is it's very embarrassing. I can't stand yoga. Mm. Well, it puts me to sleep a little bit. I don't know. Even the hot yoga puts me to sleep. Because they tell you to put on your yoga pants and your Lance no pants, right? I'm not wearing no yoga pants. I'm not wearing pants. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going no pants. Actually, yoga in no pants is not a pretty (laughs) sight. I don't want to see that, please. Lance's downward dog is. uh, (laughs) You could be Lance yoga pants. How about Lance yoga pants? No yoga involved. (laughs) (laughs) That's terrible. So yeah, no, it does help. And but anyway, it was really fun to go to this game. And um, unfortunately, we sat behind his uh, family. Yeah. Okay. So wait, go back. Um, <laughs> the reason we go to the Timbers two games is we have a family friend okay. that, Careful, that Careful. is the starting striker for the Timbers two. His gotcha. name's Foster Langsdorf. Okay. He is a local kid. Grew up. He actually the reason we know him is because he dated our middle daughter in okay. high school. So he dated Kelty for a year in high school. That didn't work out, but we're still friends with him right. because gotcha. we still followed him. He went to Stanford on a four-year scholarship. Okay. He yeah, was the NCAA Player of the Year twice. And, yeah, oh, wow. two-time and NCAA he's actually in the, the running right now for the um, Golden Boot for USL. For the, for the USL, wow. for the top yeah. USL player. Wow. Yeah, he's he's really good. So we go to watch him play, and so we he's ended kind of coming home for. Yes, that's awesome. He he was until he goes to the next level, and it's well, no, he's well, on. He's, he's signed with the Timbers. Because right. he's a home. The, he, he's a homegrown. Player. Yeah, player, so we they have the option to to pick to him up after rights. college, yeah. and nice. so he and they did, yeah, they that's did. Cool. He's good. So we went to the game, and um, well, we ended up sitting behind his whole family who were there, and, and there, the refing was oh, was no. questionable. Did, their, did his family like no. just go crazy on it the ref? Was his <laughs> grandmother. So. It, oh, was, no. it was his, <laughs> his grandma. grandma was like grandma. It was, she, no, it was so bad. Grandma, but grandma, enough. Oh my God. <laughs> screaming hilarious. at the ref was so bad by the grandma. I got up and left. You're like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, it was uncomfortable. uncomfortable. I would have just whipped out my phone and been like, this is YouTube <laughs> this gold. This is <laughs> grandma. <laughs> you gotta cut grandma. it down. Yeah. And we were at Menlo Field, so it's really time, close. Yeah. Oh, it yeah. wasn't like, because sometimes they'll play at Providence and someplace, sometimes they'll play at it was Menlo. Menlo but yeah, and so because they were there, we were really Close to the refs too. Oh my gosh! I Poor forgot refs. about the Timbers two drama this week. That was that's right. That was funny. Lance has said if that's gonna happen again, I'm, I'm like I'm not going to these games anymore. If we're sitting behind Grandma, I can't do that. <laughs> she probably listens to this podcast. Uh, she, she could. That's be. what I'm. I'm banking now. Yeah. She's, she's mortified, mortified right now. She's yeah. like, I got a little carried away. I'm sorry, Lance. No, I don't oh. think she would say that. I think she'd be like, nope. that's my grandson. Because that's yeah. what she kept saying. Don't you touch my grandson. Yeah. Don't you give him a yellow card. And I'm like, jeez. <laughs> they don't care whose grandma you are. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's frankly, awesome. Did she need to wash him out that with some soap? She didn't yeah. swear. Oh, okay. That's really, I mean, I wish she had. That would have been awesome. But she was sitting, <laughs> that next, added she was sitting next to her, like, five-year-old granddaughter. <laughs> that's, why, that's why the son is like, my daughter's sitting right here. Can you... And we were trying, and her mom was so sweet because yeah. the mom was trying to teach her. Well, now what do we say when we're being good sports? <laughs> She's like, and the and, and the grandma's <laughs> yelling, and the grandma's yelling, you and the daughter stupid. points at grandma. Well, what about her? She's not my daughter. That's seriously. That's what. <laughs> that's what she said. So yeah. Yes. Oh man. That's so tough. it was, but it was. I enjoyed it. Lance left. I don't mind a little bit of banter. So. Where'd you go, Lance? Yeah, I, yeah. Viking. Did you just jet out or did you go hop in your no, bike? No, I just moved to a different spot in the stadium. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, where's Lance? It's so weird. He was just here. Oh. 
It was pretty funny. So that's pretty much it. That's that was your week, huh? Yeah. yeah, that's fun. The highlights. Lance, tell us. Well. What's up? What's up with your back pedal, man? <laughs> I actually didn't ride a whole lot this week. Our, what? Our, Wait like, a second. Wait, hold on. Brandy, take Rude. his temperature real quick. Is he okay? <laughs> No, I'm just pulse. saying what the, our ride. You're not counting that as like really big stuff. <laughs> no, that was a good ride. Whatever. Three, three, <laughs> three fifty. You kept it under three, three fifty. It week. was <laughs> under three fifty. <laughs> okay. Right. Um, no, that our our air quality has been very mm-hmm. poor That's in true. Portland yeah. for the last uh, week. Um, the the wildfires up in British Columbia and northern Washington have blown all this smoke into our area area, and it's. And so I just was cautious about spending four or five hours yeah. out there. It's actually a good call in. with your big race coming up. Yeah. Well, did you do any indoor riding? Nope. We know okay. how much you love indoor <laughs> riders. Come on, man. <laughs> nope. Yeah. So I didn't ride a whole lot. I, I, you know, I did three or four forty-mile rides or something. Okay. So you know, just enough to get out there and whatnot. But it was fun to ride with Brandy. That was one of the highlights of the week. But the Absolutely. highlight of my week. Was uh, was Brandy's zucchini lasagna from last oh, night? Oh, <laughs> She made right. this zucchini lasagna that was no leftovers. Delicious. Absolutely. Oh, there's there's we leftovers. We actually do have some leftovers because I made a big because I'm used to cooking yeah. for kids yeah. and family, and I'm not very good at scaling down. So we yeah, probably have no enough kids. for everybody for a week. Okay, <laughs> bring and it then on. Some. I had some awesome. for breakfast actually. <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> Anyway, that's it. I, I, I don't have a 15-minute backpedal this week, so we gave it all the brandy, which was <laughs> that works. Yeah. I hope I didn't drone on too long. That's Perfect. Uh, that's what backpedal's all about. <laughs> Droning? <laughs> Droning on. I've heard Lance, so I know that's yeah. true. It's like, what kind true. of rat hole can we find ourselves in? Just <laughs> dig in. Dig into some conversation. Yeah. Well, Jake. Well, yeah, I did. I had a week too. Yeah, you had a week. <laughs> yes, <laughs> let's hear about it. How 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 exciting it was! I, I I can't really get into that too much because it wasn't very. But um, watched a couple of movies. Got to finally see Deadpool too. Have you guys Ooh, seen that yet? So oh, good. That was pretty yeah. good, man. Funny, funny <laughs> stuff, man. That Ryan Reynolds is uh, that that's just that's good stuff. It's funny. Yeah. Good stuff. I'm there, gonna say right there. Yeah. That's it for the rest of the show, it. guys. Um, <laughs> I did have a doctor's appointment this past okay. week, and I am um just slowly crawling through this whole process. The doctor likened this uh, whole recovery process to taking your lawn chair, putting it in the middle of your lawn, and just watching the grass grow. He's like, that's about how fast your <laughs> oh, no. recovery is going to be for this Fantastic. particular yeah, injury. Fine. So um, I've got another four weeks left wearing this immobilizer. And uh, when I'm done with that, we're going to have a party, and we're going to burn it. We are. Yes. <laughs> we're right. going to curse it. <laughs> I'm coming to that. Yeah, we're going to hit it with a baseball bat. And Yeah, I, it's going to be like, uh, what was that? A movie like office, office space, office space yeah. where oh, they yeah. like, like a bat to the printer. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> These I things are the movie. worst. That's so. my stapler. <laughs> um, so yeah, Can and I have then my stapler back. <laughs> stapler. Yeah, <laughs> we could record that and try to do some <laughs> office space spoof video. There you go. That'd be, that'd be glorious. Yeah, and then he uh, again <laughs> confirmed that I get to have surgery again in four months. So he I confirmed he did. Yeah, oh. some arthroscopic surgery to go in there and do a release. So I'm hoping though that that won't be too much of a recovery process okay. and it'll actually help expedite the healing or at least get the range of motion back because right now my range of motion is absolutely nil. I was talking to a doctor and, and mentioning you and he was saying, yeah, that, that surgery wasn't that bad that they basically, you know, you yeah. just stretch stuff out. So, yeah. So maybe it'll be a necessary evil. So, yeah. but the highlight of my week was, um, I was invited to go out and give a bicycle safety uh, workshop for oh. a group of boy scouts, local boy scouts. Oh, so that's nice. that was awesome. Yeah. We got mm. to go out there and, um, basically run through all kinds of bicycle safety stuff with respect to like the gear and talk about their bikes and teaching them how to, 
you know, maintain them, uh, get into some other little safety things. Like uh, there's a, a story that's kind of circulating right now that I, I recently shared on Facebook about a kid in Western Washington who crashed on his bike. He was six right. years old oh. yeah. and was impaled by his handlebar uh, because he didn't have a bar in plug or a, a grip on there. And it actually killed him. And that just mm. like tugs at your, uh, your heartstrings. And it's just one of those things that's super easy to uh, avoid. So um, talk to them about things like that. And, if anybody here locally in the, uh, the Portland area, um, gosh, even if you know me, I'll send you some of the mail. I've got boatloads of bar and plugs. Um, come on by. I will hook you up yeah. for free <laughs> with bar and plugs if you need to put some in your bike or your kid's bike. Nobody should uh, be riding sans bar plug. Um, but anyway, and then we uh, we did a little thing about you know just bike handling and, and teaching them like the basics of riding a bike, and the kids loved it. It was awesome. Cool. They had a lot of great questions. Um, how old are these boys? Too, they ranged from about seven years old to about 11 years old. That's great. So the cool thing, though, that really put a smile on my face is um, they had a few questions about racing because they knew that I was on a oh, race cool. team. Yeah. And, and I asked them, you know, by show of hands, who here would be interested in racing their bike someday? And I think every single kid, and there are even some girls there as well, I think that they do some something joint with the Girl Scouts as well. But every single one of them raised their hand and said they're interested in racing a bike. And so wow. um, that's just proof positive that we need to really kick our uh, junior development team into full gear for 2019 yeah. and, and have stuff for these kids to plug into because I think more kids would go out and race their bikes if they had a conduit. They just need yep. someone to basically show them the ropes and, and take them out there and, and basically show them where the races are at, how to train, talk to the parents, and, and set it up. I mean, just like any other youth sport, they just need totally. somebody to be the uh, the protagonist to make it happen. So um, we will, in our community, make a big difference, and this is going to be something cool that I'm looking to. Very cool. To that's next great. Year, so. yeah. Jake I think they, they have no fear at that age, yeah, that's too, right. and that's that's when they really want to push it, which is great, Yeah. Yeah. and that can open up a whole world for them. Yeah. That's fantastic. They didn't, uh, as you're teaching this about bike safety, they didn't ask you why you're in a shoulder immobilizer. <laughs> 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 Actually, they did. <laughs> One little kid raised his hand. He's like, "Why are you wearing that?" Well, so it was a, a quick conversation. Like, and then <laughs> I, I explained to them what distracted driving was and told them that they have that's my, the conversation. My yeah. blessing right. to call anybody out anytime mm -hmm. about putting that phone down when said person is driving a car. So, um, did yeah. they do they have like a little safety badge or something that they earned? Yeah, you know Bike what? Safety. I patch? am not a hundred percent sure on that. Okay. Um, one cool thing that I was able to do. So we uh, we have a partnership with BMC, and um, anytime anybody orders a bike or a Dowd Cycling Lab sells a bike, in these boxes they they give us these pretty cheap like it's a, like a little headlight and it's a little oh, rear cool. flashing light and it's a bell. Nobody wants it. It's like the equivalent of reflectors. Like if I put reflectors on your bike, the first thing so you're going to do is tell me to take them off. Yeah. So <laughs> it comes with every single one of the bikes. Let's just put a, a light on my bike and I have to wonder if that's what he was putting on it. No, no. I'll, I'll show you one of these things. Yeah. These things are not the cool light. I'm sure Lance put a cool light on it. I hope you oh, did, you Lance. think so? <laughs> Apparently you don't know how we work. But no, lights are good. But to a, to a kid, they see these lights and they're like, oh my gosh, that thing is the best. Right, so right. what I do is I save all of them and I probably had 20 or 30 of them in a box and then I took them all with me and so every kid that showed up got a headlight they got That's a nice. rear tail light and they got a little bell and cool. all they had to do is put some batteries in there and their bikes are all set up for some bicycle safety stuff That's so nice. and I've yeah, I've good. always done that like um like when kids come over with their parents or parents and generally speaking kids that have like a, a you know your basic little BMX bike I always tell the parents that they can bring their bikes in um to get tuned up and if they bring a kid's bike with them I'll tune it for free because I want to make sure that the kids bikes are safe and sound oh, that's so, nice so that's they get great. an inspection uh, and, and basically you know an easy tune up they're not difficult doesn't take much time and I see the kids safe and then I'll always give the kid 
one of those little setups, you know, the one that the yeah. people that I would give them if they bought a bike would just throw in the trash can. Give it to the kids because they'll use it. It's yeah. a lot of fun. So, so yeah. we should um, note some of that stuff and send it off to BMC because I'm sure they're pumped that you're doing good stuff. for. Yeah, I would have liked to know that was I, when I had my kids, yeah. you know, bikes yeah. because honestly, that's a great resource. And it's like, OK, I know, you know, I want to yep. go there. <laughs> Why not just get it all checked out? Because yeah. I'm not going to take the time to do it. I mean, yeah. honestly. Yeah, and there's so many little things too that parents don't think about. Mm-hmm. You should see some of these bikes that come in. Like the kids are grabbing full brakes, and they're and their handbrakes, and they're they're not doing anything. And it's like, yeah. how oh, are you right. stopping your bike? <laughs> or you like you check a headset and it's totally like wobbly, or the handlebars are turning. Yeah. I mean, I've had neighbor kids riding up here, and then all of a sudden the kids like carrying a, a crank arm over to me. He's like, my crank arm fell off, and I was riding my bike. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like these bikes are so disheveled. They just they need some love, and it doesn't take very much. And these are things that can go sideways really quickly yeah. and hurt a kid. So, yeah. you know, and I actually lost a friend when I was a kid. I was about ten years old. He crashed, and the handlebar again impaled him, and oh he died as well. So, I mean, this is like near and dear. I mean, this is something that wow. I experienced as a kid. It's like, you know, why is Philip no longer here? My mom had to explain oh. to me that oh, you know, he terrible. crashed, and this is what happened, and he he, he died. So, Jeez. but handlebars rarely impale you if you have the bar end in, Correct. which is why the bar right. ends are so important yeah. to to have in. Yeah, like USA wow. Triathlon, I need and to go I think check you all the kids' bikes. Yeah, there. I have like a gazillion kids' bikes. I have three kids. Oh, okay. so. I have a lot of kids' bikes, and I just need to, like, and we have a whole bunch of old hand-me-down bikes and stuff, so I just need to go through and check every single one of them. Yeah, yeah. Make sure right. Those bar ends are there. Uh, yeah, that's sad stuff. All right, right. I'm going to borrow, I, some, I'm I gonna even, borrow like, some of your bar ends. And that goes without, say, for adults, too. Like, you yeah. make sure that you put bar end plugs in, and that's why they're in there. Not just to keep the bar tape from but, sliding yeah. off, but so you don't give that core sample. So. Right, and I had no idea, yeah. honestly, well, about any of I mean, that's the thing is, like, when you're, like, I thought, oh, well, you know, no big deal, but. It's a big deal. It's also yeah. illegal. I don't think you're allowed to bike in a race without them. Yeah. I think you sh- yep. should get pulled for that. USA yeah. Triathlon yeah. says or, that you can, yeah. or USA yeah. Cycling. cycling. It's, yeah. You're just you're supposed to have bar unplugs. So, hmm. all right, fun I'm, stuff. I've been checked on a on a starting line before. Someone's for, come through because they yeah. pop off. Yeah. You know, I mean, hey, you know, whatever it is, bar plug. You yep. can't go unless you've got one in there. Yeah. 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 You always had spare plugs in your I got pocket. A, I got a spare plug in my special place. <laughs> <laughs> oh my always. goodness, stop. I keep, with, I keep it I keep it with me all the time. <laughs> oh, happy, winner happy, or happy. winner, we can It's always ready. Not. <laughs> all right, we have a new uh, segment, you guys, and it's called the regroup. So this will basically be our old errors and omissions cuz I, I think it's there's more things than just errors and omissions. So we don't always just err or omit. Sometimes we say that we're going to like come back to you on something. So we're going to lump all these things together, errors and omissions and follow-ups and answers to prior questions. We're going to call it the regroup and I think that goes along Nicely yeah. with the whole cycling motif, and and we are we're going to try to make more of an effort to circle back on things because yes. we know like that when we leave you guys hanging, which we do often, uh-huh. uh, <laughs> that it can be frustrating. So we are we are trying we are trying, but help us you know send us an email and help us remember because we we will constantly for, yeah. keep forgetting. So and ask questions, lots of them. We appreciate those and they're they're fun to to get. So um, I will start us off. Matt last week asked a question about the difference between Durace and Ultegra and 105, and do we really need to spend the extra money? Um, and then we got into some little tidbits of like weight savings and whatnot. And I went back and did my homework and did some calculations and found that um, I think I mentioned that there was like a 20 to 30% weight difference between Ultegra and uh, the Durace. 
Not so much. It turns oh, really? out it's not so much. The so weight difference? The weight's different. is got to be a that little. Much. So basically going through this, looking at Dur- Duris versus Ultegra, when you look at the mechanical group set, okay. it's only a 4% difference. Okay. So Sounds the Ultegra good. was you know 266 grams versus the Duris was uh, 2,176 grams. So you're looking at a 4% difference, and the price difference was nearly double. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> that was... Um, Wow. That was the mechanical. Now, it starts to see a little bit more difference when you jump up to the DI2. Uh, you're looking at a 14% difference. Um, and those that group set is um, a little bit heavier when right. you're looking at Ultegra versus mechanical. But what kind of um, you know, boggled my mind a little bit was that DI2 uh, Duras is actually a little bit lighter than the mechanical uh, oh, okay. So I thought that was kind of interesting. So, but you're looking at That's a 14% difference there, and then you've got the hydraulic DI2 setup, and you're looking at a 10% difference. And the hydraulic um, weights group sets were definitely the heaviest of all of the different group sets in there. Um, you're looking at for the Duras, you're looking at 2,377 grams versus the Ultegra at 2,627 grams. Um, probably just because you're dealing with hydraulic brake lines and, and hydraulic fluids yeah. and things of that nature. But um, again, the bottom line is. I, is it worth it for that small of a weight savings? Fourteen percent. You're starting to kind of like well, you're, you're getting into the, the ring. Cost, but well, we've yeah. talked about this before. There's there's benefits to shifting, you know, yes. for sure. Uh, with it, some it, of the nicer the components, the Dura Ace shifts a little smoother, a little yes. bit nicer. Yeah, um, I think when you're when you're using Di two, it's really hard to distinguish between the two, yeah. right? Like when it's mechan when it's mechanical, yes. But as soon as you start using electronics, and it's like, nope, this goes here, this goes here, and it, it's pretty spot on. Whether yours, I think if we were blindfolded and we were just shifting with Di two, I don't think the you three of us tell. or the four of us would even be it's able okay, to tell. It's okay. You don't have to conclude me. Well, <laughs> okay. Pretty so clear. I don't notice the difference. Like words, <laughs> words, words, words. You know, I guess it would be like if you have Di two. You know how you know or whatever it is. If I don't know if your right. uh, uh, Cannondale has Di two, does it? I don't know what I have. On Do you even mechanical know what you probably Di two would be electronic I have these shifting. metal things that yeah. are on the side, and then there's black <laughs> things that I push, and <laughs> it changes. Well, <laughs> and Evan just got it's not electric. It, it's yeah. just no. got Ultegra. She's got a, a uh, Ultegra right. mechanical, which is great. That's a perfect component. So that's what I have on my road bike. Yeah. And uh, and Evan just Thanks. switched over to Di two um, for his uh, specialized. Um, you know, his I, time I trial he, bike, he, his you know, he was talking bike. about how much he loves it. And it's great yeah. in that time trial situation where you can shift from, you know, the aero bars or the bar ends. It's like super nice to have that, that That's flexibility. Nice. It is. It's great. Um, but from Ultegra to DI2, I think, yeah, he chose Ultegra. But, I, it, you know, it's a click of a button. I don't know how you would notice that much of a shifting right. benefit. And then the weight. Four percent or whatever well, for the, the DI two. The DI two, fourteen percent. And then the hydraulic DI two was ten percent. So, yeah. but mechanical was an only it's a four percent difference. So mine's kind of Frankenstein. I have like a Dura Ace crank on my race time trial bike, and so it's, the crank has the majority of the weight or whatever. Yep. And then the actual shifting components are all Ultegra DI two. Yeah. So it's a nice little happy medium. Yes. Yeah. Seems to shift okay. Yep. I don't know. Uh, I'm waiting for I'm waiting for SRAM to do. One by twelve with um, electronic shifting. That's my that's my dream setup for the TT bike. It's gonna happen someday. So if you know Can't somebody, wait. right? Go ahead and put that out there. <laughs> hey, Sram, if you're listening, <laughs> that's right. Hey, Sram, they you're probably want to sponsor. Right? Sram probably wants to sponsor. Sure, this podcast. why not? I think they do. Yeah, right. yeah, I think that'd be great. Yeah, yep. just talk about. So uh, if you know Shmamalas. somebody, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that was my little uh, regroup. Uh, does anybody regroup. else have anything that they want to add to the regroup? 
I've, I've actually got two things. Uh, last week we talked about the the single speed cyclocross oh, world yeah. championships. Yes, sir. And um, and I had said that Sven Nice had won. Right. Uh, Sven Nice is a legend in the cyclocross world. Yeah. He was the world champion like five times, five times crazy. or something yeah. like that. Uh, but then he'd retired for several years. But he but he came to Portland to do the race. He did not win the race. He actually took second. It's funny because I think when we were talking about, it, we were like, "Yeah, of course he won." Yeah, he won. Of course yeah. he won. Yeah. No. no, it was another legend, Adam Craig, who okay. is a mountain bike. Right. I don't know him. But demigod. He's a demigod. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. He he actually won the race. He he beat Sven. It was kind of funny. In the Sven used a used a a. a, a a different name to race under. He raced okay. under the name Stan Nice <laughs> instead of Sven Nice. Nice. <laughs> oh cool. Lance, that don't. Are you t- trying to take a hint from that? Are you trying to start changing? Your I should name? change my name. Yeah. Romance. Yeah. <laughs> Rance. Anyway, so Rance I Lomance. Rance Lomance. I had incorrectly <laughs> said that Sven Nice had won, and we we learned that because somebody actually commented yeah. on, on our Bussy, Facebook page. Thanks for um, helping correct us. Yeah, yeah absolutely. David Bussy. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for correcting us. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, definitely, we need more of that for sure. Just more input. So the other thing is, um, last week. Uh, we also talked about um, nutrition, uh, okay. about I, I, that I was, or maybe it was two weeks ago, I was I, I was on a ride with Michael Myers, and I was trying to take in some nutrition, and I had called <laughs> yeah. it nutrition. Somewhat? Nutrition. Okay. What yeah, is yeah. it? Nutrition. And, uh, and so one of my friends texted me, he's like, <laughs> is that, this is not what he said verbatim, but is that basically what you idiots call food? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nutrition. He said, "Okay, I found a more annoying podcast word than glorious." (laughs) (laughs) Your friends are nice. He's like, and then he started mocking me. Right. Uh, So this is what you say for date night. Brandy and I went out and got some nutrition. (laughs) (laughs) Honey, I'm I'm going to Albertsons to buy our weekly nutrition. Oh, he needs to call you out on this publicly <laughs> so everybody can enjoy. What What is intermittent fasting, Lance? Well, Ryan, it's when you only eat nutrition one time every day. <laughs> or the best one. Hey, Brandy, did you nutrition the dog today? <laughs> oh, man. All right. Oh, so I love it. <laughs> I told him that nutrition is a triathlon term and blamed it on the triathletes. Those triathletes. You should Stupid. just throw, their own throw, codes. throw them under the bus. Those triathletes. <laughs> Evan's not even here. We can totally make fun of triathletes. <laughs> yep. All right. That's, that's all. That was glorious. <laughs> you said that was Ryan? It was Ryan. Thank you, okay. Ryan. Yeah. Thanks, Ryan. Best friend. I needed that. <laughs> Oh, Matt, did you have anything that you wanted uh, to add? Nope, nope. Uh, like I said, you know, I just don't make mistakes. Um, <laughs> you know, love it. Brandy, anything you want to call us out on? No. <laughs> I have so many. There is a list, but okay, uh, we will well, save that for a little bit I later. I'm going to hold that tight. Oh, yeah. All right, yeah. Get a little uh, <laughs> little time for Brandy. I, I think I'm leaving the room. <laughs> oh, go ahead. We don't need you here. <laughs> All right, let's roundtable this thing. We're going to get into our first topic, and we are going to talk about training programs. We're going to talk about building them, starting them, um, and kind of just a little bit of uh, tips and tricks and advice from us, and we're going to run it around the table and see what everybody has to say um, with respect to training programs. And the reason why this is on the docket is I need some inspiration. I need to, I'm going to start building stuff and I just wanted to kind of find some inspiration for me to like actually go and do it. And I'm hoping that having this conversation, you guys can help get me pushing in that direction because 
somewhere in the future, I don't know if it's near or far, I need to start training again. And it's absolutely driving me crazy that it's been 80 days since I've been um, able to really ride a bicycle. I've oh. done two very short and, and not very um, impressive, we'll call it that, uh, trainer sessions. Um, but I need to get back into this because I'm falling apart. Yeah. So inspire me, you guys. Talk to me about training programs. Sure. Inspiration, no problem. Let's serve it up on yeah. a platter. So, um, w- you know, I, I think Lance and I, w- you know, we just figured we would just chit chat about it. You said what, where, when, why, how. Yeah, just. I think, it. especially on the when subject, I think as soon as you have an event in mind that yeah. you want for an A race, yeah. that's where it starts. So I think yep. so. I think you because that's that's the finished product, yes. right? Where it's like we are training for this, yes. and after that, we are going to have a break. Yes. So Get your calendars out, folks. Yeah. So that you know, I mean. Obviously, my example is um, almost a year from now, in I think July 28th, I'm going to do the Ironman Canada race. So this is the time for me to basically put together a training program. So just like you, you know, like um, this is a great conversation for me to have now as well, where you break out the calendar and we kind of circle that last date and then start working backwards. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. I have a question about that. Sure. Okay, so for somebody yeah. like me that maybe doesn't even know that, you know, I don't see that as a as a as a final end, but I do have in my mind I want to get sure. fitter. I want to get more sure. uh, better at cycling. So, um, what would you say for that? Just sign up for a race. Well, yeah. it I doesn't even so. have yeah. to be a race. You could sign up for something that's just a challenge. Go do right. a century. Go do like the what's the the beaches, the ride to the beach. The yeah, reach the reach beach. the beach. Yes. Well, you could do that or something like or that or anything that's interesting yeah. to you, right? Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. Nothing's interesting. To me. <laughs> what we're basically Beating saying Beating Lance is interesting. That would bring go. it on. That would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> what you know, what we're basically saying is that the, the it has to have a finish. Well, the training plan works better if you have okay. a finish in mind. If That's you have an well, event in mind. It doesn't have to be a race it for us. Race. It's races. Yeah. 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 It okay. could be um, you know, so I think f- you 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 normally do like 20, 40 mile yeah. rides, right? Yeah. So, but you could say something like, I want to try to do a hundred miler. Right. And it doesn't okay. have to even be like a, a special event or anything like that. It right. could be, you know, um, you mentioned that reach the beach ride, which is a hundred miler and you go to the beach. It's pretty cool. You finish on the beach. Um, so it doesn't have to be a race. Do you think uh, it works better if it is an organized thing as opposed to, cause I, I think cause I'm, so because there's some commitment okay. to signing up okay. to, yeah. you know, it. you fork over, yeah. it's not okay. a ton of money for the, like reach the beach is probably a right. hundred bucks. Um, but I don't then, think it's that much. But yeah, it's more it's about doing the organized well, thing. Well, you, you have a you have a deadline yeah. too. Oh, okay, I got like, it. Yeah, okay. that's the first thing. And there's a level of excitement of being around other people. Yeah. Um, it does make it easier. It does, and, and there's just like it just kind of drives you. There's a, a motivating factor behind all these other people out there doing the same thing that you're doing, and there's like this camaraderie that comes out of it. When you finish, I mean, there's other people around to celebrate with you. It's a it's a, it's a neat thing. Okay. Yeah. And I think so that I I. You would you may be nervous of to you know sign up for something like that, but Absolutely. you would you would do so well. You would have yep. no problem with it because there's lots more people to bike with. There's different stops and stuff along the way. Mm-hmm. You'll realize that you are probably one of the more fit people doing it. Uh, yep, you will be. You will be very amazed. It's it's mm-hmm. excellent, and it would be something that would potentially scare you enough to. For me, it's like this. Mm-hmm. You know, you have these events or whatever, and it scares you enough to train through the winter, right? Um, which is you know a big big yeah. part of it for sure. Uh, and then this season, I didn't have that. I just oh. didn't have that penciled in big race. Nothing scared me, and I gained about twenty pounds. And, okay, uh, that one. That's yeah. So it for our for our that. tenth anniversary, yeah. almost yeah. fifteen years ago, we actually did a bike trip through the uh, 
Canadian ice fields, oh, um, cool. the, the ice fields parkway from from Whitefish, Montana, all the way up to Jasper, British Columbia. Okay. So it was a week long bike trip, and and we that was on our schedule for months and yep. months. And and that's true. That you that were, really made that, that pushed you to get out. So when on I had bike. an option of to do, uh, let's see, should I you know go running or should I go biking? It was an easy choice. Yeah. It was like right. okay, I'm definitely going to be doing that because that's going to help me and yeah. i think that's maybe you want to do a triathlon i've done yes don't give it well brandy has run a couple marathons <laughs> yeah. and she's done several triathlons so as well to the bike. i'm not that animal it, wait I'll so, be honest so, with you. I'm so let's review animal. we're back to two triathletes at the table <laughs> i would have never consider myself a triathlete <laughs> <laughs> and maybe some two cyclists <laughs> so <laughs> it's all the world but if is you want to do the math that way okay. that's yes i do yes i do I'll take it. Uh, so this is good. So so I think, you know, as far as like when, I think you can start kind of putting together a training calendar when you have that A race in mind. Uh, and A race is another one of those like triathlon terms or maybe cycling terms. I don't, I don't say, love what's those. What's that? Is that a special race? I don't love those terms. <laughs> uh, they bug me. But I do think that they, you know, that idea of having that kind of like in season yeah. goal does help. For us cyclists, it's not necessarily just an A race. There might be a race out there mm-hmm. that you really want to right. key in on, but it's more of like a season. Like I want to do yep. well at the road racing season. I want to do well at the short track season or the mountain bike season or the cross season. So, um, and within that season, obviously okay. there might be a race in that you want to. Yes. Play. Well, for you, I'm going to put on like my crystal ball and look into your mind and say like, yes, you want to be ready in April for some racing, but you also want to hit that state meet pretty hard. I'm guessing. So yeah, the so state championships is definitely key. But so as you're starting to think like, okay, well, you, those dates are probably established or maybe it's not quite established yet, but you kind of know, like you have a general idea roughly yeah. when Weekend that's going to be. be. Yeah. yeah. So I would say like, you know, it's time to start putting together that training calendar. Yeah, I think for me though, the only thing that I'm confronted with right now is of course I want to do well for the road racing yep. season. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it next year. Well, well you don't, the, the one of your issues is that you don't know when your start date is. Yeah. So that's tough. Yeah. But you do know when your potential finish date is. So you can sure. still start to work backwards sure. a little bit. Sure. But, yeah. but think about this, Jake. How many months, realistically, is it going to take you to get into decent shape? Because so, I, if I was to guess, yeah. even where you've had this disaster for a while, it, it might only take you two or three months to yep. get enough fitness back where you can actually do high volume, high yeah, intensity stuff. That's true. Uh, my inside of a year, typically speaking from my experience, uh, it's usually like for the amount of time that you take off, it takes twice as long to get it back. That's just like a, like a ballpark figure. So yeah. if I'm already at three months out, so if I were to get cleared to start riding tomorrow, it's going to take me six months to get my fitness back to where I to was where you were. Yeah. when the accident happened. And yeah. that's like barring any issues with me not being able to produce power based on the way that my shoulder functions. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, just hypothetically speaking, let's say that the shoulder does heal up and I can get into a, a comfortable range. I think it's still going to take me a good four to six months at, uh, on the minimum to get yeah. my fitness back. So depending upon when I can start. I, I think that's long. I, I do too. So too. I'm going to say you seem like you're in a lot better <laughs> fitness. Honestly, people that I've seen that have had injuries yeah. and probably not this severe, I feel like you have a really good baseline. 
fitness level, and I don't think yeah. it's going to take as long as you think. Plus, yeah. you're going to have a lot of drive. Yeah. Well, you know, and then once I get back into it and start pushing harder, I mean, I still have to contend with the fact that my ankle gets a little sore still. Yeah. I mean, I did yeah. break my ankle, <laughs> and yeah. I had broken ribs. I don't think that's going to be an issue. But, um, you know, it, the sooner I can get on the trainer, the better, because I can start to reestablish that baseline fitness. But everybody keeps saying, you're going to get back, and you're going to get back really quickly. Right. And I might get back to a certain level. You might get to 90%, and that might right. seem great, but or even 92 93%, 94%. Mm-hmm. Getting back to that 100%, that last like five to eight percent that's tough stuff yep. to develop and get yeah. back into um you know that, that, where you yeah. really feel like you're hitting on all cylinders and you know lance you are an inspiration though i mean this time last year was literally it was this coming well in a, like a week from now from when we're recording is when you hurt your back correct and it was lance laid out and i've got a picture of it i should post that up of you like yard sailed out yourself on my on, back on yeah. your back like eyes closed and you could see that you were in clear pain and this was after your second race at the David Douglas cyclocross race. Yeah. And that was oh, the yeah. moment that you basically had to shut it down, if I'm not mistaken. That's correct. And I didn't ride a bike for six, six months. months. So here we are, fast forward. We're in the end of August 2018. And you started riding again religiously about May, April? Uh, April. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're looking at what I started four or five racing months? in and, June. And honestly, you're in the best bike shape of your life. Yes, I am. Like so, by far. So, it's so, only, so it was only six yeah, months. So I'm looking at you as my inspiration to see that, you know, that four to six month time period, if I can get my butt back on a bike sooner than later and start riding without pain, then I can potentially, hopefully, fingers crossed, um, start to build my program and, yeah. and get some some semblance of fitness so that I can be out there for, you know, say Jack Frost time trial would be fantastic if I can get on a That'll TT be early. bike. Um, well, in the beginning of March. Oh, yeah, they keep moving that back. Or yeah. uh, being fit enough to be able to be on the team training camp. Yeah, that yeah, was the, the other January. thing, too. Yeah. Well, it's actually, I think we're looking at the first week of February now. So that actually got pushed back a little bit, which is good for me. But yeah. um, That's you know, good because yeah. Brandy's birthday is the end of January. And if I'm gone... We're going to celebrate, just saying. Celebrate. That's for, no. celebrate. <laughs> if you're gone, what? He's been gone for my birthday so many times. <laughs> <laughs> also funny. true. Anyway, so anyhow. But yeah, I, well, well, I guess what I'm saying is that because what I've seen myself go through... Yeah. And my injury was... Not as severe not as what you well, just, it was just surgery. There's nothing to joke no. with, yeah. man. Because that, that that's if you ask me, that's probably tougher, uh, depending upon the severity of it. Yeah. But um, you know, that's a, a key point in your stability on the bike and, and stabilizing yourself. So, but I see that happening with you, knowing that we we're going to be having this training camp coming up. And yeah, I didn't even go to the training camp last year because <sighs> I was in such terrible shape. I knew that it would be. Terrible, and, for he, me. and he was pretty pouty about it. I by the mad. way, I got, seriously, well, he kept saying, "Well, they're at the training camp." It was glorious. <laughs> <laughs> all those photos <laughs> every day, <That's> right. <laughs> one hundred and five miles. Yeah, Joshua so, Tree. <laughs> knowing that that you are going to be trying to be ready for training camp and for Jack Frost, yeah, and then knowing the A race is going to be the state championship race sometime yeah. in July, yeah. You and know. it's not going to be a thing of coming back and get ready for a, a three, four, five race. I've got to get back and, and yeah, I'm yeah. theoretically going to be jumping into the Pro One Two class, Pro and I got to hang on with these right. guys yeah. for dear lives. So I'm going to well, pick and choose my races yeah. wisely, and, and it might be one of those things where I have to pass on some road races that I normally would want to do, and maybe in favor of them do some um, mountain bike racing or sure. some more time trials. You know, yeah. Change it up a bit. Yeah, time trials. Come ride with me. No, I, yeah. I think also the other thing is is potentially doing races where you're not going to have a great race, like going into it knowing that it's not going to be good. Yeah, well, that's like basically my whole triathlon yeah. season this year. <laughs> well, <laughs> which is, well that, that's, that's my, that's and my, my whole life, <laughs> just yeah. got to say. 
but that's the thing is if I want to go and do these races, ha- not having a good race is just me basically going out and riding the course by myself because I got dropped. Yeah, but you hang on as long as you can, and then the next day you try yeah, to hang on longer. Jake, I got to say, too, Lance, I saw Lance, like, I see a lot of you of what Lance went through because I can yeah. see that, like, you know, it's, but you also both are competitors. And he had to go out there and put on his kit. And when it was like, you know, a little tight, I'm just going to say a little snugger than he was hoping. And he's like, oh, my goodness, these are the only pants that fit me. And there's lycra in them. So um, we talked about this. Yeah. 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 And and not feeling comfortable and and honestly feeling like you look like a stuffed sausage. Ridiculous. It's all that pride that you put away. But you know what? You he both have the same drive to continue and to look bad. And then you push through it and then you see the end. And you definitely... That it's that drive, and yeah. some have it, and some don't. I don't. Hey Lance, do I have but some Hepler focus in me? Yes, you, you got absolutely right. do. You do. Way there. to go. Hepler focus is it's a Lance Hepler focus, by the way. We need to. <laughs> well, enough about me. Let's <laughs> let's get, let's get back on topic here with respect to the training. Program. No, this is the topic. Yeah. The topic yeah, is I Jake's feel like training it is. plan. So we're gonna put stuff on the we're gonna put stuff on the calendar. I will do that, um, and I always do, and I always recommend that to people as well. And I think that's a fantastic recommendation from Matt. Let's talk about actually getting started with the question, and I wanted to pose a question to you guys. Um, are you guys familiar with the ramp test that Trainer Road has put out to, to basically help you get a an FTP um, number for yourself to base all of your training program on? Um, and, and the ramp test basically is a, a modified test that isn't the FTP's test where you go out there and you literally suffer for 20 minutes or eight minutes. I don't think the eight minutes is quite as reliable, but um, the 20-minute test that a lot of people just don't like to do because it hurts. I mean, it is a suffer fest for 20 minutes. So they came out with the um, the ramp test, and do you guys know much about that? So no, but <laughs> there is this like algorithm, and, and you can't really attribute it to trainer, training peaks, but it's it, I think it predates them. But it basically is the the fact that your power numbers should basically follow um, like a logarithmic curve. Mm-hmm. So you know, um, at an hour, your power would be this if you can do 20 minutes at this or yeah. five minutes at this or one minute at this. And it's it's a logarithmic curve. So yeah. it's, it flattens out. So that, I'm guessing, is where they're coming up with a ramp test. Is that how kind they of. set it so up? Like if you can do this for two minutes? Yeah, or? it's basically, it's a five-minute warm-up. And, and okay. basically, one of the things that they're they're putting out there is that you don't have to worry about pacing. Because with a 20-minute a FTP test, you if you get the pacing pace. off... If you don't right. nail that part, then you're not going to get the score that you want. So um, it kind of tosses the pacing out of the out the window here. I've so passed it's out on the bike before trying to do it in 20 minute FTP. <laughs> That's because I poorly paced it. So <laughs> after the um, the five minute warm up, it basically goes up into a, a step up thing where you you'll perform at a certain number of watts per minute, and then it steps up, then it steps up, and it steps up to failure. And the actual oh. suffering component of it only lasts for for min- I don't know what the the, the rhythm is for the step ups it could be shorter than a minute but it only lasts for you know three to five minutes oh, yeah. so i haven't heard this this is totally different yeah. you can you can basically finish your test and you can get some reliable numbers that are within the same you know a, a certain margin of error that's like you know pretty close to what a, a 20 minute ftp test if you got the pacing right would be and one of the nice things about this is you're not going to go out there and have to suffer you're going to be more consistent about doing it and you're able to modify your numbers more consistently right. without having to test every you know four to six weeks and kind of disrupt your training program. So I wonder who wrote idea. this. Is it the Andrew Kogan or what's his last name? Trainer Road. Oh, uh, Trainer Road. It's okay. This is the one that came out. The, and okay. I, I, I can't remember who it was, but they might have borrowed some of the, the science behind what you're talking about to apply it to this. 
to a certain degree, but there are all kinds of uh, exercise physiology Formulas. tests out there that you can right. utilize for doing different kinds of tests for different things that you're trying to measure. But I thought this was kind of interesting. I personally still think that there is a place for doing FTP tests. I would never tell somebody to completely toss them out the window. I think that you need to learn how to suffer. You need to right. learn how to pace because there is a, a training effect that comes from that. Yeah. But when you talk about this ramp-up test, I think it's fantastic for you know, basically getting a measurement of your numbers while you're in the middle of a training program mm -hmm. or while you're in a season without right. having to go blow yourself up on an FTP test that you're going to need time to recover from. I think it's just a matter of like, you know, whether you're testing yourself with um, an FTP test or whatever the test is, and if, if you can find some sort of test that's repeatable and then you can measure benefits or, in my case, is <laughs> like detriments to your fitness, uh, then, then you can have like these real numbers to yeah. compare. You know, like yeah. this is your starting point and then hopefully you're going to end up with whatever it is. Yeah. You know? And maybe we should just press pause on this real quick and just kind of a little uh, sidebar. Sure. Um, FTP is functional threshold power. So right. basically what that number is, is a measurement <laughs> of power. Brandy had <laughs> jotted down on her paper. What, what is, is FTP? Yeah. Yeah. So functional threshold power is the amount of power that you can sustain over a 20-minute time period. That's not correct. It, it's well, an hour. Well, it's an yeah. hour, but it's basically you, you do a 20-minute time period and you take your power number yes. and you multiply it by 95% and you get a 5%. Um, it's it's 95% of what your your total one hour that, would be. So the FTP test is typically the 20-minute block of hard. And yes. Sometimes yeah. you'll do a work. You know, and so whatever work. that number ends up being, um, mm -hmm. you know, if you, let's say, this is really low, but let's say just for sake of easy numbers for my, my little brain here, um, let's say that you had an FTP of, of 100 watts, then you would multiply it by 0.95 and your watts, then your FTP test would equate out to 95 watts and that's your FTP test. Right. Um, usually it's a lot higher than that. It's so usually in the two to three to some people 400 watt range. But right. And so there's there are definitely different ways to calculate that FTP, but it's basically because you know you really can't make yourself go for one hour as hard as possible with this pass out problem that Lance has. Yeah, you know <laughs> that what they do is it's almost like a theoretical number that what you th should be able to hold for an hour, right? So um, you may not be able to actually do it. But these tests that we're talking about for 20 minutes or whatever it is, that's the amount of power that we're using to predict what you should be able to hold for an hour. And then that FTP number, functional threshold power, is used for a whole bunch of different things. Like almost yeah. all your workouts would be based on that particular number. And then even in, um, especially in Ironman racing or probably for you guys like cycling racing and things like that, you can use that number to basically either govern yourself. Um, for Ironman, I know it's like if I hit 70% of FTP, I should be able to get off the bike and run decently Still be if able training to run. is going mm -hmm. right. Yeah. So, yeah. so there's a lot of benefits to knowing your, your numbers. And um, the FTP number has been around for a long time. I think that guy Andrew from Training Peaks, the Andrew yeah. Kogan or something like that, mm -hmm. he came up with it originally, the original formula. But it's basically, it's just, you know, he could have chosen your number for two hours or whatever it is, but it's the standard that's used in cycling, FTP. And, and a lot of us will even know our FTP numbers. Um, and then, again, to backpedal a little bit more, power is basically how much pressure you're putting through the pedals. Yeah, right. They've got little yep. strain gauges Which, in there. That right. And then how do you find these these tests? I mean, So there's different tests out there um, yeah. that, that different coaches and things like that have, okay. have developed. They're uh, on indoor trainer applications. Sometimes, okay. yeah. yeah. 
But I mean, like even like, so Jake does a lot of coaching and things like that. And he'll probably suggest people go find like a moderate hill that you can do for 20 minutes because you can put out a lot of power for, for doing those hills and things like that. Could be flats as well. But like, um, but that 20 minute test, sometimes you'll even have people do two times 20 minutes, I'm guessing. Uh, Not necessarily for the testing component of it. That's more of like a a A training workout workout that I'll put in there, like an interval set that they're, those are fantastic. But yeah, yeah, we'll get into that. I have seen quite a few years back that, that coaches used to suggest two by 20 minutes yeah. to come to calculate that FTP number. Um, but the problem with that is it's hard yeah. to replicate because it, they're, they suck and people don't yeah. want to do them. They hurt. And hard. It, they hurt. Yeah. Yeah. They are very difficult. Uh, so I think, um, so only the most motivated ones get through them. Yeah. yeah. I, I think it's just important to have a test that's repeatable. So yes. I used what's on Zwift for FTP testing yep. and it, and they have like a short FTP test and a long one. And I do the long FTP test it has more warm up and stuff like that. So maybe it kills your numbers a little bit, but I think it's good because then you just know that you just you repeat that one yeah. and then, you know, you just, I think you brought up a good point. Just if you can repeat it, that that's yeah. helpful. Yeah, for a test to be valid. So like then I can see how yeah. I've grown or see how. Yeah. yeah, or yeah. Hopefully we're hopefully we're going in the right direction, but right. not always. Right. There was and what needs to be tweaked. There was another test that, or or another like predictor that I thought was really cool, and it was that um, that one that I was talking about before about that logarithmic curve, uh, and it there was a, a program called Gosh. Um, there's it's it's a, there's an additional training program that's an open source training program for your computer and I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. It's you know, an alternative to Training Peaks, but it's an open source like you know training program. Yeah. Um, gosh, what is it called? Uh, errors not, and omissions. Not Training Peaks, right? No. Sure. Um, but Training Peaks would probably have something similar. Uh, but it looks at all your rate, like all your training data. It's just like we're going to collect all of it and whatever you have, like whatever your best two minute power effort is, it plots that. And then you know, like if it sees that you've got a new five minute power, you know, thing, it'll plot that. And so again, it's collecting all your data from like three, four years, five years, whatever it is, and it's going to, pl- it's basically going to lay it out on that logarithmic curve, and it's going to give you like a predictive FTP. So. That one's really cool. Because That's some, cool. Yeah, it because because nice. so for for Lance, for example, hates riding indoors. Probably doesn't like FTP tests, right? Nope. But <laughs> so then so then how do you know what your FTP is? You I, I have don't a general care. idea, yeah, or you have a general idea, yeah. or you don't care. But but with this particular logarithmic curve, you could just do your normal rides, upload them, um, and then gosh, what is the name of that program? It's gonna kill me. Uh, we'll put it in the show notes or something like that. Um, it's an open source program that anyone can download. Uh, but you can use that curve to predict your FTP based on just ride data. That's nice. You can get a big old report. Yeah, it's data. It's graphed. Yeah. It's cool. Ooh. Um, yes. Sweet. <laughs> I like a good graph. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's good to know that FTP, and we use that quite a bit. Matt uses it in triathlon. I've used it in time trials. I used it when I uh, was at the Barton Park race. When I was solo off the front, yeah. I used that to manage my output, and if I didn't do that, I would have blown up. I would have gotten sucked back into the group and probably spit out the back. So um, knowing that number is, is quite important. But it's it's really important to know that number so that you can utilize it to build a program. And Matt started to, to touch on this, but it's basically there are different zones that we like to train in. And those zones have different functions and different purposes to help us build a program that's oh, going to... Go golden ahead. Cheetah. 
I couldn't remember it. Oh. Golden cheetah. You, you, Never even heard of that. You forgot that. that. <laughs> Golden cheetah. Well, I was gonna call it tiger Dang. something, and I was like, I know it's something like this. I, I was gonna Google it, and it hit me because I was like, open source training program. And before I even Googled it, I did remember Golden Cheetah. Okay. Anyway, it's free. Uh, you guys can check it out, especially if you're not like using Training. I mean, Training Peaks is excellent. I think Training Peaks probably is a l- is a little bit easier to yeah. use. Golden Cheetah was. I feel like the only problem with it is it's, it's kind of um, it's kind of not super user friendly. Uh, but it's got a whole bunch of stuff. It like pulls data wow. from Strava files. Um, or do you or I think they've got that set up now. Uh, again, like I used, I used to use it a lot, and then I kind of switched over to um, mostly just using Strava. Yeah. And so I think um, right when I was kind of s- switching away from it, they did get something set up to where it could pull from Garmin, mm. which okay, is from also Garmin Connect. from, yeah. from uh, Strava. So yeah, Golden cool. Cheetah. Okay. Cool. Yep. Well, so once we get our FTP established, go get your FTP established. You can look up the uh, that ramp test on uh, Trainer Road, yeah. and then you can also do an FTP test. And maybe we can post up how uh, a protocol that you can follow to follow to, to get that. You can use like Zwift or whatever. But right. um, there are different ways that you can warm up and actually administer the test. But you want to do it to be predictable and to be reliable. But once you get that FTP established, what are some um, good workouts that you guys like to build into your program and uh, everybody's program is going to be a little bit different because everybody has different time requirements um Mm -hmm. or you know you've only got eight hours maybe you got 15 hours or maybe you'll actually get 25 hours a week that you can train um but you know once we build our program once we go out there and actually start to put rubber to the road what are some cool workouts that you guys enjoy that you think you get a lot of benefit from the workouts that we hate Yep. Are, <laughs> I was about to say yeah, it's probably it's, the same thing. Yeah, it's yeah. like, yeah, you see the best benefits from them, but that does not make them fun. The uh, Especially if you have short time, you have to do interval workouts. Oh, yeah. 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 If, if you're uh, going to round yourself into shape, you've got to do some interval yeah. workouts. And one of the ones that does yield some really good results for the time crunch cyclist would be your uh, sweet spot training. Mm-hmm. So that's a that's a good one. Yeah, sweet spot training is definitely kind of... So I think they'll say that that's just under your FTP. Yeah, it's about 85 to 93% of FTP. Yeah, and they basically say you put a lot of time into that particular spot, sweet spot, that you're going to see gains on the FTP stuff. Yeah. The other thing, the other kind of standard workout that I'll do regularly is kind of over-under stuff, um, which I hate, but it's, it's supposed to be like... You, you know, the standard workout may be like five minutes over, five minutes under, five minutes over, and you're kind of bouncing up and over the FTP. So when you say over it's and under, what o- percentage would you be going over and under typically when you so in, in I, Matt Legrand's training oh, land? I don't think I'm, like, here's where it comes to being, like, tough, and I don't think I'm super tough. Uh, I may be only going um, really, like, just barely over 100 to 110%, uh, and then back under somewhere between 80 and 90 percent gotcha um i know other people are tougher than i am maybe do um like 90 and like 120 like really decent sized jumps and stuff like that i can't do it because i'm just not tough enough this is a real sad fact yeah uh but those workouts are good and and uh, usually it's for me i don't think that there's a magical workout i think the fact that you're doing interval workouts is kind of the kind of key benefit yeah. like mm-hmm. you need to do interval workout but the exact workout that you do isn't isn't necessarily magical yeah. um there's some great places uh jake mentioned trainer road that's a, a company i think they're out of um gosh i think they're out of boulder i can't remember exactly i used to talk to those guys more frequently but they have um indoor training workouts and things like that that you can do uh they have a 
coach or two that puts together great programs. Um, Zwift as well has, uh, I think they have, getting better, yeah. yeah, they have a Zwift Academy. Um, but Zwift just has like workouts that are fair game as well. And yep. we've talked about Zwift probably a few times on this podcast. Yep. Super simple to build programs in there as well. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. In fact, I think I did like the ideal, um, you can do some crazy stuff like the ideal, uh, Ironman Arizona race, and you can actually make that a workout and put it in Zwift and you can upload stuff like that. It's pretty interesting. Oh, wow. I know it's yeah. interesting in a horrible, horrible way, right. but, uh, there's, there's neat things that you can do these days with um, a lot of the data that's available. You can take previous rides and you can upload them and make them workouts uh, that you can do indoors. Lance, does that sound good to you? Nope. Okay. <laughs> Lance so, loves it. Yeah, indoor workouts. Uh, but there's just a lot of stuff and there's a lot of options uh, yeah. for finding workouts. Yeah. And while you're doing these workouts too, you need to really use a power meter if you're really wanting to see yourself make great gains. Because or a smart you, trainer. Yeah, or smart trainer because that's typically going to have a power meter power, in it. But yeah. you need to you need to keep track of these power numbers and you need to be doing consistent FTP testing, whether it be an FTP test or a ramp test to see where your FTP is at because you're going to be training off of percentages. The goal is if you're doing interval training that you're going to push your FTP higher. Well, if you never retest your FTP, then you're going to basically be doing your interval sets at the same wattage. So go and make sure that you're doing your, your consistent testing and you're going to be pushing the envelope and do your, uh, your interval sets and watch things increase over the course of time just accordingly and get faster. I hope so. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just like weight training, right? Yeah. Like we're doing, you know, yeah. I mean, it, you know, any of you guys that have lifted weights, it's, we're applying a certain amount of stress. Yeah. yeah. Some other good reacts. workouts to look into um, that that I like for a lot of road racing are the uh, the two by twenty minute interval sets. Yep. So um, you know, you're doing your your zone two warm up. You're doing a twenty minute at threshold, and then you're going to recover for a prescribed period of time, typically three to five minutes, and then you're going to jump back on that bike and you're going to go hammer it again for another twenty minutes. So I would expect for you guys doing like some of the, the road cycling stuff to have some more of the punchy workouts be like a little bit more interesting, like some of the sprint workouts where you're doing things even shorter than a minute or so something like yes. that. Yes. Yeah. That's good finishing stuff right there. Um, do you guys work on that? Do you guys yeah. do? Okay. So, so when you structure stuff, do you do like one where you'll maybe do something like two by 20 minutes in a week? And then the second workout in the week is maybe some of the shorter stuff. How do the, you do that? How do you structure it? I'd like the, uh, the one minute, um, yep. one minute times, like usually eight to 10 reps. Yeah. With about a two to three minute rest interval set, those things by about six or seven, you're starting to see sideways. Yeah. And by about eight or nine, um, we're like Brandy. We're going to be thrown up a little <laughs> bit. <That's right. laughs> the hey, th there's nothing bad about that. Yeah. <laughs> That's a badge that. of honor. I'm, I'm just telling saying. you. I'm proud of that. Yeah. And that 10th one. It, Hopefully you just keep the bike you know, rubber side down. Yeah. So, but th that's a good one. Um, I actually like the the fartlek training as well. I know that's a funny word, but I believe <laughs> that is uh, Swedish. And the the, the mm -hmm. term, if I'm not mistaken, I wrote this down here is um, speed something. Speed play. Speed yeah. Play. Speed play. Yes, yeah, so it is. I just that's just, a, so that's that's a well. running it's term. Huge. It's a running term. Yeah, it, it came from the running community, but I yep. actually kind of like that because it does kind of um, emulate a little bit of a, a race scenario. So, um, right. you know, races are if nothing. Predict unpredictable. I mean, sometimes you're you know going easy, sometimes you're going hard. But basically, uh, you, you kind of throw the whole kitchen sink at it, and you do whatever feels good at that moment in time. But you got to make sure that you're challenging yourself as well. So you're riding around at all different kinds of tempos and whatnot. And it doesn't sound organized, but it, you'll kind of get a little bit of an idea once you get out there and do it that it is a little bit more organized. And you can push yourself a little bit. And what's fun with those too is I generally like to go find some Strava segments that I want to attack. And right. so I uh, will go and hammer this segment and then I'll hold like a, a, a tempo to the next segment and then I'll hammer that segment. Then I've got a recovery to another segment that I'll hammer that segment. And you just create a plan based off of the having workout. fun. So you got that carrot to chase, you know, there's that competitive 
yeah, sure. gene in you that's uh, pushing you a little bit harder, and you're going to go harder than you would if it was just like, okay, I'm going to ride for a minute, and I'm going to go as hard as I can. Well, if you know that you're going for a minute, and you're going to go try and chase down a KOM, you're going to give that little extra push, Absolutely. which is kind of nice. So those not are a, fun And not well. everybody has Lance like I do. That's yeah. That little to extra chase. push. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> push you up the hill. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anything else you guys want to throw at um, training programs? Did we talk about nutrition? I wasn't sure if it was. <laughs> I already nutritioned today. So. Yeah. What did you have for nutrition today, Lance? <laughs> I had uh, leftover uh, zucchini lasagna. Yeah. Excellent. Nutritious. <laughs> well, anyway, that's some stuff that we have for um, for training programs. Put something on the calendar. Go get your FTP test. Um, work with the coach if you're not sure, but there's some great programs out there that you can follow, whether it's on a smart trainer or it's something you looked up online. Um, get something that works for your schedule and uh, put some challenging workouts in there that you can use to increase your FTP. That's uh, I'm not going to say good stuff. I'm going to say no, it's awesome. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. awesome stuff. <laughs> I don't have my little cheat sheet over here today. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to the, the next little quickie segment. And um, watch this. Hey, Siri, set the timer for five minutes. I was just going to say. Oh. <laughs> wow. We're going to do crosstalk for five minutes, and Siri is oh, counting it yeah. down right now. So we got four minutes and 55 seconds to crosstalk. We're going to talk pre-race rituals for cross. Let's run around the table here. Lance, what are some of your pre-race rituals? Uh, pre-race rituals, absolutely get there early. You have to pre-ride the course. I should say my pre-race ritual is to, is to pre-ride the course. I want to do two or three or four or five laps around the course so that I know where the tight corners are, where I know the punchy spots are, where I know my difficult spots are going to be so I can practice lines on those difficult spots. So I always try to pre-ride the course. You can't do that unless you get there early or unless you've looked at the schedule well enough that you know when the course is open to pre-ride. Yes. So sometimes the only pre-ride section is way earlier than you would think. So that's one of my major rituals. The other thing is... 30 minutes before race time, I drink a bottle of Rocket Red. Oh. You're stealing all my stuff, Liz. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. So a bottle of Rocket Red, it is uh, it, like beet juice and uh, what else is it's in there, Jake? cherry stuff in there, some pomegranate yeah. stuff in there. It's it's all 100% natural. It's yep. vegan approved. It basically, <laughs> that means to you. <laughs> basically opens up your blood vessels a bit more so you can... Uh, greater oxygen yeah, delivery. Greater oxygen. Yeah, yeah, increase your uh, power performance yeah. and power endurance. So those are my two main things. Yeah. Um, I actually really like um, taking a portable trainer with me as well to really kind of oh, warm up my system. Idea. So like in addition to going out and doing your pre-ride, um, you never know when that's going to be. You still yep. need to fill in some gaps. So um, I've got the little Omni Trainer from Feedback Sports, and they're another uh, company that takes care of our team. And that thing is super easy to portable and take around and set up and can use it for any bike. So after you're doing your uh, little couple laps out there, you can get on that thing to keep yourself warm and do some leg openers as well. Yeah. So that, that's a, another thing that I really enjoy. Matt, tell us about your pre- sure. pre-race all, ritual from that my, one, one all cross my experience. race you <laughs> So do all the things that I didn't do. So I showed up late. So don't do that. <laughs> I did not ride the course, so that's not smart. Uh, I started in the back of the pack because I didn't think it mattered. That's very unintelligent. <laughs> so poor choice. Uh, you know, so so if you guys, you know, if you want to follow exactly what I did and what I, you know, then, then you can end up with the results that I had, which is uh, not, not I good. I hate this and I don't want to go back. I'm yeah. never doing this again. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, you know, I think a, a lot of you guys have mentioned this stuff before. Uh, do show up early. Do ride the course. 
try to get a call up or try and get as close to the front of the pack as possible if yeah. you want to be competitive. Uh, and um, yeah, I mean, I think uh, taking in some caffeine or something like that will help you prior to your race. Definitely doing a good warm up will definitely yes. help. Yes. So um, um, another one that I can add to that yeah. real quick is doing a dynamic warm up as well because cyclocross is, if nothing else, it's a very dynamic sport. Um, you're going to be doing some running. You're going to be jumping over stuff. You're going to be you know, going side to side in certain situations or dealing with like sticky, muddy situations, do a dynamic warm up to get your body ready for that stuff. Um, and, and basically that's just gonna be moving around in all different directions. It's going to be doing some maybe light plyometrics, some jogging stuff, mm -hmm. and, uh, really just getting your body ready to go out there and compete in something that's, mm -hmm. uh, a little bit more challenging than just going for a regular ride. Is that our five minutes? I heard some buzzing. No, we've got a minute and 30 seconds left, guys. Randy? Okay, so uh, I have actually a negative. Yeah. <laughs> great. So the we're, only thing is, the I remember side. the first time I did a triathlon was um, was up in Elm. and uh, Elma. Elma, that's it. And Lance kind of jumped on my coattails and wanted to do it. So he wanted to do a pre-race thing. So we went up there, and it was pouring rain. And uh. first time I'd done an open water swim, and um, I was freezing cold. I hate cold water. Can't stand it. Yeah. And so we did it. And then when we came back to the race the day of, um, it was really nice and sunny. And I was dumb and wore gloves. What was I thinking? Like water ski gloves or something. <laughs> and I didn't know because I hadn't done it before. Because So he'd freaked me out by doing the pre-race thing. So don't listen to Lance. So That's your advice. don't listen to Lance. No. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. Good I don't advice. know if this is. But I'm just saying. Just be aware of what. Like I think sometimes if it's your first time too and you do a like don't let it freak you out either yeah. just be like okay this just so i know i don't know why it freaked me out but oh yeah <laughs> needless to say i got dragged out of the water by my friend lance oh, had no. gone but i did beat Fingers. her on the run just yeah. so we know good okay because <laughs> yep. that's the kind of friend i am hey is. thanks for helping me out see ya <laughs> <laughs> one last thing too make sure you give your bike a good once over make sure that you've yeah. got um the proper tire pressure make sure that your you know your chain looks good your pulleys are clean your Cassettes, you know, looking good. You don't have a bunch of grime left over yeah. from a prior race or something like that. So we talked about this earlier. Tire, checking tire pressure. I think we talked about it in the last podcast. Yep. Tire pressure is important. Also, the type of tire that you choose for cyclocross. Big deal. Like a big difference. Yep. 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 And uh, crosstalk and, is over, kids. You are cut. You are cut off. <laughs> All right. My moving useless on. useless story helped out. Just oh, yeah. so you know. <laughs> Next round would be the hot seat, and we're going to do it a little bit different. Oh, Instead no. of us going around and asking all of these questions, we're going to let Brandy hit us with everything she's got. She's Ooh. got all okay. kinds of questions, and we're going to try and do nice our welcome. best to I'm, answer I'm, them. I'm, I'm so. very scared. I might have peed my pants a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm frightened. So, Brandy, Shaking hit us with shit. a hot seat. Okay, ready? We start at number one. Why are you friends with Lance? Oh. <laughs> okay, why wait. wouldn't you want to be friends wait, with Lance? Oh my this? god, why do you continue to encourage him? It's wait, gotten wait, wait, bad. Wait, wait. Who said we were friends with Lance? <laughs> uh, he does. He thinks everybody's his friend. <laughs> Lance is the worst. Oh, uh, I think I he's just, just fun to train with. I think we're cut from the same cloth and um, I think I have a little lancing in me as well from time to time. <laughs> yes. So I appreciate that from Lance. So I feel like the ego is the worst part. This no, thing. he's it's, got it in check. He's you guys, perfect. You know what? That's the thing is, you guys are great about it, but when you're the wife, oh yeah, it's not so fun. All the time. <laughs> no, all of us, all of us are the same though, right? It's like right. we all come in here and we joke and stuff, and we're modest as much as we can be, <laughs> and then like we're home and we're like, I really wanted to. I was so close to beating Jake. Oh my gosh, I really want to beat him. <laughs> I, and, and and I, I mean. Yeah, I have dreams of beating Jake. I really hope my <laughs> wife isn't listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> Let it be known. I'm going to, yeah. yeah. Someday. 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 <laughs> and Lance says the same thing. Don't oh, yeah. kid yourself. He's like, someday I'll beat you. 
<laughs> Someday. It's oh, the dream. He's, he's not he takes them all the time. Yep. So. Yeah, whatever. So, um, and it's funny because a lot of the questions I had, you guys have covered. Okay. Okay. So um, I'm just going to throw that out there. I think a couple of things that I have questions about. One is I don't really want to throw up again. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's super fun, but I kind of would like to scale it off. But I think part of my problem is, is that I don't know how to gauge my... Um, you know, my, my output as are, much. Are you sure your nutrition was enough? You had bad nutrition for, for nutrition? Well, that time I did have a lot of water. <laughs> I don't think so that was it. I don't, I, I do think it was part, part because of Because you drank and But that's a good question, like water? nutrition. Yeah. I have issues with, like, I mean, I'm not sure what's too much. I don't want to be sure tasting everything I had well, an hour ago. Uh, another yeah. question is, like, when you did throw up, yeah. you wanted to beat your husband. You wanted to put it to him. You wanted to get to top of Blanford That's before he did. That's always an issue. The but other no. time I threw up, it was the same thing. Yeah. I did throw well, up again. You know what? It's yeah. good because you're willing to push yourself and you're willing to suffer a little bit. And your body could be yes. a little Yay. bit more <laughs> a little bit more susceptible to that, that lactate threshold. And right. it could make your stomach a little sour. But with time, that'll go away. Yeah. I would say tolerance yeah. to that yeah. too, right? Like okay. So interval training and things like that, will, you yes. will... You almost get to the point where you can't make yourself throw up, unfortunately. Like you oh. want to be able to work yourself that hard, and then you, but you can't because you've done enough interval training or whatever it is that you don't have that kind of. Yeah. It'd probably be pretty easy for me right now to make myself <laughs> throw up because I haven't been doing my intervals like I should. But uh, yeah, so I think maybe um, just going to that red line more is going to help uh, or close to it. Um, but I think there's no reason why racing your husband is, I mean, that's just as good as the interval training that we were talking sure. about earlier in the yeah. segment where we were talking about training. I think racing Lance is perfect. Well, I do think that the, that what you answered my question, a lot of it about the interval training about power out yeah. and how I can sort of learn that about myself. Cause I'm used to, I mean, running, you can yeah. figure that out with, you know, how many minutes per mile mm -hmm. and it's. But with cycling, so it's different. a whole different thing, yeah. and so it's Especially kind of if you're I'm new to, to stick it. Stick with somebody, right? Yeah. And I'm and I'm also new to it. Even when I go out, yeah. on my, it's like well, a lot of times I'll have like a great, you know, flat, and I'm killing it, and then I'll hit a couple hills, and yeah. I'm like, I'm done. Okay. Yep. I'm gonna say press pause just for a quick second. On, on that, but are you using Strava? I hear through the grapevine that you may or may not be on Strava. I started yes. it. She is. Yeah. Okay. Do you actually ever get in there and take a look at some of the segments that you've gone through well, and I see have how you two stack up? Under my belt, so what? I'm pretty sure I'm going to see a lot of. So <laughs> cool. not so much, but go, I will go jump into there and find a little stretch of road. You're like, I like okay. this little road, and go. There's going to be a segment on there. It's just it's a foregone conclusion that yeah. segments have basically covered the entire United States. It yeah. could, oh, right, could be Blanford. Right. Yeah, but if you go in there, no thanks. You. The one that you threw up on. Um, I'm surprised. I'm twitching when you just said yeah. it. I started twitching. Go look at your times on some of these, and then and then make that. A, that's a repeatable thing. You can okay. go out there and challenge yourself on those, and that will help you. It doesn't have to be a structured okay. interval, totally. but that will be an interval because you're going to go out there and chase your time, and you're going to watch your time get faster and faster and faster. Yep. Next thing you know, that you're going to be taking some KOMs or QOMs out there. So yep. I did notice I was like 741 on one. Is that really close? <laughs> ah, Is that you're really so close. Sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right there. Like, lean at the line, yeah. kind of. Thing, you know, that's <laughs> great. Yep. Kind of thrust your bike forward and then you snag the KOM. Yeah. So. There you go. But that is good to know. Yeah. Um, okay, so one, even when we kind of talked a little bit is um, I want to know like general maintenance for my bike. Like what things do I need to do to do general cleanup? For instance, you know, like what should I be checking? Should I be checking my chain every, you know, couple weeks? Should I be cleaning it? What I mean, what kind of things like to make sure that my bike is maintaining and running smoothly? Are there um, you know, things I should be doing every time. I mean, for instance, right before a bike, you know, right. It's like, you always pump up your tires, yes. make sure. Mm -hmm. Is there things I should be doing that I don't know that it's just general maintenance or. 
just I to check every time. generally recommend that people clean their chain this time of year, probably about every three, maybe four rides. Oh, um, okay. I don't like to let it go longer than that personally, but it just also depends on how long the ride is that you're going on. During the winter months, you got to clean the chain every single time. You, it's just, it, you're, you're going to start to destroy things if you're not wiping it down, greasing it, and keeping it clean because there's a lot of grime out there, especially when it's wet. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in terms of like measuring your chain, yeah. uh, it's probably something you can get away with like once a month. Um, just keeping tabs on it. I'm sure Lance has got a chain checker tool that yeah. he can show you. I was going to say, all this stuff, I hope you're talking so Lance knows yeah. what yes. he's going to be doing. Yes. For yeah. Yeah. Chain checker. Basically, it, just roll it, it over to Lance. Yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. Put him to work. That's man. a super but simple thing to do. Um, yes, tire pressure every single time you want to go and check that and find the tire pressure yep. that works best for you. Matt's got some great videos on that. You can go watch those. I have seen it. <laughs> okay. It's very well, good, actually. Um, I think, yeah, I think also before your, your ride, make sure, you know, I just would look at the brakes, just double check them and make sure I would spin the wheel and just make sure that it's not dragging at all okay um and it depends some people like their brakes pretty tight and some mm-hmm. people like them a little bit looser so you can kind of do some adjustments to get exactly how you like it but um but oftentimes what will happen is if your bike's been leaning against the wall or whatever it is that that brake um alignment can get slightly off and then you're dragging your brakes so that's one little thing that i check kind of each time in tire pressure yeah the brakes on a single s- screw and yeah. right. basically it can be bumped really easily and it can mm-hmm. rotate really easily right. and it, last thing you want to do is be losing watts because your brake pads rubbing yeah, on your wheels it's right. gonna right. slow your time down sorry to reiterate what matt just said but i just wanted to make that no i think that's good um another thing is you want to check your tires too from time to time especially like if you're riding in a place where it's like known for flats like frenchman's bar um if you're picking up glass and things of that nature getting little slits it doesn't take very long just to pick up your wheel and sprint it around and just take a look and see if there's anything that looks like it might be something in there because you can pick up glass and hold it in there for long periods of time and just takes you hitting like a little bump the wrong way and that glass so happens right there flat you don't want to you know if you can avoid that that'd be great so that's another little tip. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I just was talking to Lance about changing mm-hmm. my tires out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay, well, I'll do it. And I was like, wait, let me watch you. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. that's the thing is all the stuff I do give to him to do, but I want to watch so I sure. can learn how to do it because I really don't want to be, you know, well, I yeah, don't want to so be that. I want to yeah. like take ownership of it. Well, too. You know, I want to do there's, it. There confidence. will be a time where you're out on the road and you oh, flat yeah. and you need to be oh, able to change it. So yeah. it's just. Well, I know how to change time. the, I mean, like, right. like the, the tube full, yeah. I can full change tire. it too, but I mean like the right. tire itself. Yeah. And yeah. Pretty so, but yeah. yeah. And so it's, I think that's too, I think that also, gain, I, I feel like that's one of my weakest things is I'm not confident with that particular, me- the yeah. mechanics of it, which makes a difference if, if I want to ride or not. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and so keep in mind that like all, all of us cyclists, even Jake weren't born with information on how to do this stuff. Like none of us, like we all either had someone tell us or some had someone help us or watch YouTube videos or whatever it is to figure it out. Like we, we did not know this information. Like I did not know how to change a tire. I did not know how any of this stuff worked, but it's pretty fun to figure out if you like doing it, like playing around with it. Um, and it's so so I have that's a, my next question okay. was was where do I like like um, I know you have YouTube and things, but really, where can I find out information about this stuff? How can I know that I need to some of it? You can just go play with, yeah. too. Right. Yeah. Like you could go like even, you know, Lance is going to go out for like a five hour bike ride, you know, yeah. today, probably. And <laughs> you could you could easily go to the garage and be like, I'm going to try and change the tire. And like I'll have Lance look at it when he gets back. Oh, okay. You know, yeah, like you could do it and, and like you would be fine. You know, it's like if you change your tires and you said, you know, you look at the tire and make sure that's the one you want or whatever it is and, or, or, you know, give it a try and stuff like that. And, um, there's definitely little tricks and things like that for sure. You could YouTube video it for sure. Yeah. There's so many good yeah. options that way. Uh, there are so many little tips and tricks though, yep. like just for changing a tire. It sounds mm-hmm. so simple and mundane, but there are a lot of little tips that Absolutely. make it a lot easier 
easier. And, and there's faster. things that you're like, oh, I didn't even think about that. You know, in terms of I got a pinch flat because I didn't make sure that my tube was tucked underneath yeah. the bead. And, right. You know, I blew it up and stupid thing blew out on me four right. times. So right. I should make a video. Yeah. There or, you should. or you, Jake yeah. and I are going to do something. Yeah. Do it. There is a good um, place that I would recommend that you can go and learn some stuff. And because I think that they're extremely reputable and I think that they make the best tools in the market. But if you go to Park Tools yep. YouTube yeah. channel, mm -hmm. they will teach you everything. And the guy's kind of, he's kind of quirky. Um, I like their. But yeah. he's so quirky. Yeah, he's got yeah. a big bushy mustache. Yeah. Ooh, that sounds <laughs> so, but he explains things very simply. He he can talk it up or talk it down, so you can relate to him on a bunch of different levels. But you can learn some good stuff from him, and he's got good information, and it's just a good place to go, in my opinion. And I've actually gone there to learn certain things for myself. So. About Absolutely. once a week. Why do you think I know the guy has a big bushy mustache? <laughs> That's I'm a good always, point. I'm That's always looking. Point. I'm always yeah. looking at so. Park That's Tools good. YouTube yeah. videos. They do a good job. Yeah, videos yeah. great tools. So. Yeah. All right, hit us with another one, Brandy. Okay, um, the other one is, and it's kind of on the tips and tricks things. When we were on, uh, when Lance and I were on our bike ride, we went into the store. I got a popsicle, and Lance told me a little trick that he didn't even know about about drinking the Coke. Oh, Do you remember that? Flat Coke kind of. Uh, stuff I got or? a Coke. Yeah. 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 Well, and I know that sounds like no big deal, but it's like what oh, kind of. I'm curious as to what kind of if there's some tricks or tips or things that really like just. If you're like, if you are bonking and you hit the wall, mm -hmm. yeah, what are things that you do to get yourself over that? Because that's, m I think, my biggest struggle, other yep. than like training, obviously, but when you're out there and you're on the ride, yep, yeah. or you're, you know, what are some things you even mentally do tell yourself to push yourself a little bit I more when you're like, I got nothing or I'm bored out of my mind? <laughs> well, I think what you did was like stop and grab a popsicle. I think that's awesome. I think. I've been on these rides where, you know, I wasn't as strong as the group that I was with and, you know, they broke away from me or whatever it is. And I say, all right, I can get myself home. And usually what that means is I'm going to go to the grocery store <laughs> and grab <laughs> yep. like, you know, uh, you know, sometimes I'll grab like a big thing of Gatorade and I'll just sit down and drink it and like take my time and then I'm back going again. Right. So it's just, it's going to take time for, because if you're taking in calories or whatever it is, whether that's a popsicle or a Coca-Cola or whatever, there's a little bit of time lag before it kind of kicks in and gets going. Right. Um, Coca-Cola is going to be good because it's basically sugary syrup with right. caffeine all of those things yeah. are performance enhancers so nice so um so those are good things in fact uh in ironman racing you've seen this before they have like the coke sitting out and they let it get flat so that you can drink it a little bit easier right uh so oftentimes they'll have those and they'll suggest doing those very late into the ironman races mm -hmm. because they're a little tough on your stomach yeah but they will work for sure and it's going to assimilate a little bit quicker too because it is a fluid as opposed yeah. to a, a mm -hmm. solid that your body's gonna have to break down right. first before it can assimilate it so it's it's a good thing to get into you quickly if you're really on the, the bubble of like hey i'm in bonk town and i'm right. not gonna be able to do this are there ways that you can uh, position your body too and i'm just curious because i know like for instance running if i'm you know tired or something a lot of times i'll make sure I'm tucking my hips in a little bit more or I'll, do you know what I mean? There's yep. things I can do to my, to position myself. And I'm not sure if biking, like if I'm stressed, do, I, do you sit back a little bit more in the saddle and do you, you try and pull up more yeah. with your legs? I'm just curious. Uh, well, you just want to have a good, clean, round pedal stroke. You yeah. don't want to be like um, like pistons. You don't want to be doing that. You want to have a nice circular pedal mm -hmm. stroke. I mean, obviously, you're going to get a little bit more push on the front side than you are going to be on the back side pulling up with your hamstrings. But make sure you are engaging your hamstrings. Make sure that you're not too far forward on your saddle. A lot of cyclists, myself included, are guilty of the shoulder shrug. Mm -hmm. And you start oh, to get really tight yes. traps. So you want to make sure that you get those down and relax and make sure that you engage your core so that you've got good balance on the bike as well. So it takes a little bit of pressure off your hands if your hands are getting a little numb or tired. Um, that's another you, little tip. You may that's see good. people scoot back on the seat when they're climbing. Uh -huh. um, I think is one of the things that they'll say, like if you're further back on the seat, you can drive more power on the climb. And then if you're 
um, kind of on the flats or even maybe downhills forward on the um, forward on the seat and rotate your hips forward so it's more aerodynamic and things like that. Okay. So there's some different slight positions that you may and, and when you're doing those really long rides, sometimes it's just a matter of just like changing for comfort. Right. Just a little Shifting bit. Shifting a little bit. For yeah. Like put that. your you know put your arms somewhere different mm-hmm. just to move things around because you you need to kind of. Uh, shake it up and move things around a little bit. Okay. Good. Any last questions for us? Um, just about fit. I was just bike curious. Fit? Yeah, just like Lance. Bike I was fit? Yeah, bike fit. Like I was just wondering though about things that just me personally, he was telling me like I was, shift, yeah. I kind of put my seat up a little bit more because yeah. I looked at a picture and I thought it looks, Low. and so he's like, your butt, you know, your legs should be at a 30 degree angle. Okay. Yeah, and I was like, well, that's yeah. something I just don't know. Yeah, those are things. I mean, you want to look at basically your your knee. Mm-hmm. You want to look at your hip. Mm-hmm. Well, it's obviously all your joints, but your your shoulder and your mm-hmm. elbows. And and basically, your shoulder's going to be at ninety degrees. Your elbow's going to be about fifteen degrees. Your okay. hip should be about ninety degrees. Your knee should be somewhere in like the twenty. It's kind of aggressive. Thirty five is too slack. So somewhere in that that uh, happy medium in there. Okay. And making sure that you kind of hit all those numbers. Make sure that your saddle height's the right height, so that you can find a good comfortable fit, so that you can have the best endurance and you can generate the most power without wasting anything. And right. so when you see someone with their seat too high, what they do is yeah. they kind of shift back and forth this yeah. way on the bike because right. they're actually they stretching yeah. uh, more than they should. So there's some, yeah, that's that's a definitely a good spot, but it sounds to me like your bike fit is pretty good on mm-hmm. your bike, and that to me is probably one of the greatest things that you can do because yeah. then you're more comfortable on the bike for some of those long rides. I'll let Lance borrow my goiniometer. You guys can go and measure each other. Whoa, that just sounds cool. <laughs> that sounds cool. It's not as cool as it seems like it because it's just yeah. this little foldy thing. Oh. <laughs> Just, you right. ruined the dream. I did. I Sounds like it's probably <laughs> Never mind. Does, Quint, does that thing have lasers on it? Wow, let's, see, let's pretend it does. It does, just I'm sure. Now, yeah. All right, and, and I know that it's your hot seat, but I'm going to ask you two quick Uh-oh. questions Uh-oh. before we move on. Uh-oh. Hey, this is a trick. Tell me about your artwork and where we can see oh it. My oh, my gosh. Really? Seriously. You can see it in my studio in my house <laughs> right now. In but, your house. Um, Do you yeah. have pictures posted anywhere where we can see some cool there artwork? There is some probably on Facebook. I'm not okay. very good about social media, I'll be honest with you. I'm... I'm or what? self-promotion. She's yeah, I'm the worst about, um, I'm just, I'm one of those Do artists. you have a Facebook page for it? Do you have a website for it? Could you have prepped me on this? I'm just curious. <laughs> uh, then I could have been like, That's yeah, the hot seat. That's no, the whole purpose behind it. No, I end up, I mean, you can see my work if you're in the um, detention center, in um, the, the oh, juvenile yeah. detention the juvenile center. Detention. <laughs> Actually, that's there's one of my a, hangouts. That's so right. There's a beautiful, that I made great. Can I request one. from you that yeah. you send over some pictures that we can post up so that we can all check them out? And I want to hear what sure. people have to say about yeah. it. Because oh, I've heard it's pretty okay. spectacular oh, yeah. stuff. Thank you. If you're in Sun Valley, there is. Um, I do have a piece of art in a store in Ketchum. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And the odd thing here and there. But I will definitely make sure you guys can't. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'll get you some. Yeah. Would, would you consider having a website for your art? I would. I okay. said that I don't know how to do any of okay. that. Well, so I know a couple we guys can, who Yeah, we can talk about it. Yeah. I mean, wow. some easy stuff to f- do. Like, yeah. Okay. Matt, I, I, how about a video? Thank Matt? you. Matt, yeah. You yeah. Can do a video yeah. over there? Yeah. I'll help you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, definitely. I think you should have something, you know, that you could do that. And then if, if potentially people want to buy stuff, they could actually buy it right through the website, yeah. too. So you have so many options that way. It's like you were in my head. Uh, I've often yes. thought of that. <laughs> well, I don't know how to do that. And I, you know, my age is showing. I get it. Well, no, I just think it's just like one of those things where 
even if it's not really for sell, selling stuff, yeah. it's just nice to be like, hey, you know, you do something and you love this piece, yeah. like put it out there because I want to see it. And then like Lance was saying that you had like an art show and he told Thank us you. after the fact and yeah. I was like so angry. Yeah. I gave him, Thanks, I, Lance. I gave him this look like this, like <laughs> very angry. Nice. You know, it was kind of like your look that you've been giving him the whole podcast. But, right. But, you know, um, what are you he's used on? to it. That's why he couldn't even feel it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are you working on right now? Oh, uh, right now, becoming a better cyclist. Oh. <laughs> uh, right now, well, you know what? Sun Valley, I, I will say, just I'm always inspired when I go there because uh-huh. I have a lot of extra time. Sure. And so, um, and just the, so I really, I'm actually right now, I'm working on a couple of uh, Prismacolor pieces, okay. which is colored pencil. Okay. And I like doing children's art a lot too. So right. I have a couple pieces that way. And then I'm sure. Whenever I'm there, I like doing landscapes a lot, yeah. so wow. they tend to cool. interest me. Oh yeah, um, I'm a little—I have a little bit of ADD, so <laughs> I'm kind of all over the place. All right. Nice. But thank you for asking. Yeah, I want to see this stuff. So one last yeah, quick question: mm-hmm. Are we going to be able to convince you to race your bicycle? Oh, oh that—that's a mean, that's a dirty question. That was actually—you would look in glorious the hot, in orange. In yes. the hot seat questions, I actually had some of that, but I put it aside. Just like, when do you know when you're ready to go there? When do you when you don't barf on a ride, or is that not the threat? I don't know. You so, just show up and you do your thing. You tried to get me in one. I I feel like if I can't represent you guys properly, there's no. no, 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 no just think they let me on the team. No, right? No. So, and I can't represent well. That's not sure. I just, I just like the this podcast. I just don't want to dumb it down. I don't want to, you well, know, be I, a bad represent, bad representation. No way. Here, that could so. be an event that could scare you enough to train more. Potentially, right. if you're kind of like aim for something next spring. Oh, I see. I yeah. see. You well, that was very tricky, and I really kept yeah. on on that. You <laughs> could go and just race the clock at Jack Frost next year too. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. a good place to Actually, start. Time trial. This is time trial. You don't race. You're not racing in a pack of people. It's just like you go r- bike oh, yeah, a certain distance and you get a time. And you cross the finish line. You throw up and oh. you're done. Yeah, yeah. You I you can like do that. that. I'm yes. really good at throwing up. Yeah. I can do that. You would like the. T- That's the actually time trial. not a bad idea. We had a big group of people in. Like half of our dial people were brand new to time trialing. Had never time trialed before, so that was cool. Set a record. Okay. You kind of. Okay. I mean, I don't know if I'm ready to join yet, but I'm just saying. Think about it. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna have some women's rides coming up, and I invite you to come out because I think you'll have fun, and you might be inspired by some of these other ladies who have been racing for a little bit and let them uh, kind of download a little bit of information and, and give you what you need to know to you know, go out there and do it. Well, I'm fun. on the air, so I have to say, right? Yeah, yeah. you have yeah. to say really to it. <laughs> but no, I, that sounds great. Yeah. I think that sounds great. All right. Let us get into one last thing. Let's run around the table. Lance, one last thing. Uh, off to Idaho for the big, my A race for the year. Yes. The Rebecca's Private Idaho Gravel Stage Race. And so I think I'm mostly ready for that so right. that's real quick what distance are you doing um it's a it's, it's stage. a three-stage race okay. so okay. there's three stages 40 44 mile first stage with 3,000 feet of climbing 50 mile second stage with a five mile uphill gravel time trial and then the last stage is 93 miles okay. and held on three consecutive days yeah well there's there's a day in between the second stage and the third stage gotcha and about how many people will be doing this race um, I want to say there'll be about a thousand people there and maybe only a hundred in the actual stage race. Okay. Yeah. So we'll guesstimate that there's a hundred Matt over under on where Lance finishes. Ooh. I have no idea. Is it pretty competitive? Uh, Ted King okay. won it last year. Okay. Uh, yep. Former <laughs> pro. So maybe like 25th. I would be thrilled. That's the number I was thinking up yeah. to. Yeah. You and I. I so think you're both crazy. 
I don't All think right. he's going to bring that up. They have not <laughs> seen the lights Let's be realistic. Romance yeah. over here. Real, real talk. I, I seriously, I think 25th would be a, a solid number. And, I, and oh God, I'd even be willing to almost take the under on that. Say so he's okay. going to be somewhere between 20 and 25. <sighs> Can I throw out their 75th? 75? I think <laughs> he's 75. That's more like it. That's what I think. 75, 80. 80. Uh, well, that's barring any kind of mechanicals yep. or so whatnot. But I think if everything goes as planned, you'll be in that 20 to 25 range. And if you do better than that, man. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, I, I don't really know what to expect. I'm not exactly sure how many people will be in the stage race and where I'll stack up. Yeah. So well, we'll miss seeing you out there for the first cross race of the season. Yeah. But this is going to be awesome to see how you do. And my God, I think I might have to join you next year if you'll have uh, have me join you for a little road trip. Yeah, we would love that. <laughs> be fun. Yeah. We'd love it. All right, Brandy, one last thing. Just thanks for having me. It oh, was nice. Thank you so much so for it coming. It was really fun. So yeah. I hope. Like I said, I hope I didn't dumb it down. Too much. No. <laughs> so no. Appreciate it. Well, we got lots of things that we can hold over your head now. We've got it recorded, <laughs> and we will hold you to it. So, Super. Mr. Matt, one last thing. Yeah, thanks uh, to all our listeners for, for tuning in. Um, definitely starting to hear from more people about kind of like uh, they've heard the podcast. They, they, they get the inside jokes. They, you know, yeah. they're definitely part. You know, and, and I've said this before. I, I definitely feel like it's, uh, it's a community for sure. It's people that are listening to this podcast. You're definitely part of the podcast. Uh, you know, definitely the Lance Romance jokes they, they keep on coming uh, <laughs> Yay. And, uh, and, and, and we were talking about doing live video so we're going to work on that it'll probably still be another couple weeks that we'll you know yeah. kind of figure that out uh, and then we would probably want to aim to do something potentially like Sunday evenings to yep. do that so that we think and that's because we think um, we'll have potentially more people to be able to tune in so if we do something like that you would be able to tune in with your witty commentary uh, you can correct Lance when he makes mistakes. Again, Often. again, I don't make mistakes, so that's not a problem <laughs> there. Uh, and so um, that may be an option in the next couple of weeks. We're just going to work yeah. on it. And where would people generally go to log in to watch this thing live? Would it be on YouTube I, or we're going to do Facebook or can we do both of them simultaneously? So I think the goal would be to do um, to live stream to multiple platforms. So that would okay. be, uh, I don't think we can do Instagram, but we can do Facebook and YouTube. Okay. Uh, I know YouTube would probably be the easiest one to start with, and that would probably be on uh, potentially on like a dialed channel. Yeah. Fun. I can't wait to do that. I yep. think we're all set up. We're ready to go. We just got to work out some technical things on our end, and we'll let you guys watch us and, and chime in. Yep. Fun. All right. My one last thing is um, to reiterate what Matt said. Thank you for everybody who's listening and giving us feedback. I love it. And that we're well into the 50,000 listens and downloads, Jeez. which is just, it, it blows my mind. Um, and I really appreciate everybody that's come out and done that. Um, and I, I guess this is my one last thing, part B, is uh, somebody needs to design a better shoulder immobilizer that is more comfortable to wear. <laughs> These things absolutely blow. They are so uncomfortable. If you can design something uh, that is more comfortable to wear that does not destroy your neck and that actually is something you want to keep on throughout the course of the day without burning the stupid thing, you can make a pretty penny. Yeah. <laughs> And then maybe maybe like lighter fluid somewhere like right next to it yes. so that we can light it on fire yes. when you're done with yes. it. <laughs> this thing will burn. So. <laughs> okay. Again, thank you everybody for listening. Uh, Matt, thank you for coming back yet Absolutely. again. Love having you here with Lance. Best of luck to you at Rebecca's private Idaho. Thank you. I'm not shaving my legs for it, just oh. so if you were wondering. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Do they allow shaved legs in Idaho? I don't. don't know. No. <laughs> well, I don't I don't shave mine, so it's all good. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you DQ'd from the race. It's a Hepler thing, huh? <laughs> That's right. Hepler family tradition. Yeah. And Brandy, thank you so much for coming in. We really appreciate it. It was fun, and I love your perspective on everything, and I can't wait to uh, talk to you more about some stuff in the future, and I'm going to be connecting with you on Strava later today. I'm going to start yeah. watching you. Yeah. So. The two nice things. Yeah. Like. All right. Thanks again, y'all, and uh, bye for now. <laughs>